Murder, 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 there you go. Get the music on, Don. There we go. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the City of Oshwamp. We are back once again in the very bad, 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 bad city uh, with a lot of cold. Mm-hmm. So much cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of other fun th- things. Yeah, and all stuff. not your fault. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. It's impossible. Now, when you say all, that's fine. It's definitely not my fault. Yeah, Ether's just been in the city the longest. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Totally fine. Ether's fault. Totally not fine. literally so not even worried. You set this all up for us. It's not my fault. Bad, bad, bad. I just collect, I'm just a co- humble collector of bones. And yeah. Hum- is Oshwamp skulls. the trap? You just sell them to just, people. It's fine. Is Oshwamp the trap you have laid for lonely adventurers? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. He's honeypotting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, we're going to go around the table, introduce ourselves, and then uh, do a brief recap and pop back into the action. Uh, I am Don, and I play Ethier Revia, the Grave Domain Cleric, in this one. Thank you. I am Paul. I play Felix Gray, uh, the Mystic. I'm not Lawrence, and I remember my name this week. Mm -hmm. And I play Yalumla. Mm -hmm. I am Glenn, and I play your favorite dog person, Vorst. Mm. I'm Sarah, and I play Ritora. Dogman. Dogman. And I'm DJ, and I play Nesgrim. Mm -hmm. And I'm John, and I'm the... The bad man. <laughs> the everyone else. Of the city of Oshkosh. Uh, last week on our episode today, or on our episode last week, I was like, what the fuck is Don getting? <laughs> Does it's, that, do you need that you for that the stream? Yes. <laughs> you literally <laughs> walk outside. It's, it's totally okay. Don's setting up a dehumidifier. Because <laughs> it's panicking. fine. It's fine. You, you're seeing him panic. No, no, no seriously, though. Because it's almost 60% humidity here, and if I don't turn that on, it's going to get hotter and hotter, and we're all going to die. Oh, all right. So, I appreciate you looking <laughs> yes, at That's why I, I have die. this that's... little thing that tells me the temperature and the humidity. We mm-hmm. will literally melt if yep. I murder, 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 so. murder, murder, murder. Yeah, for real. Uh, last week, though, uh, Ethier, guardian of the Ravens Harbor, we continued his vision uh, with a younger Adrian as he manipulated the fabric of the hallucination around Ethier, and the conversation between the two of them kind of took a little bit of a turn as Ethier has never been in a situation in which someone has exerted any sense of control or been able to communicate back to him in a way that indicated that they were still here in the present time. Uh, Adrian you know, did his usual goading and terrifying of Ethier, challenging his beliefs and his convictions, essentially accusing him of not being the man that he thinks he actually is, and indeed being something much more special, and that there was a path for you with him. Uh, Ethier denied Adrian three times, and then, weirdly enough, a raven crowed. It's almost like it writes itself, Don. Uh, <laughs> don't worry, DJ. <laughs> There's more than one Antichrist here. That thing I sent you? Uh Don't worry. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. No issues. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, so, uh, you know, uh, shadows began to wreathe around Adrian's body, flaying his flesh, as Aether continued to deny him, and when last challenged, after seeing a mysterious harbor appear at the river that uh, Aether believes that he sees... Uh, the vision began to conclude as the last pieces of Adrian were stripped away, and back here in the non-vision land, 
the party members began to see, as they were busy acquiring herbs and making sure that there was nothing else nefarious inside of the shop, uh, they began to see a horrifying, smoky, shadowy creature arise from Adrian's skull inside of the burning brazier, and Ethier began to make guttural gasps as though he was struggling for air, and then a monster, we'll call it, manifested from Adrian's skull, and we rolled initiative. We actually rolled okay against some of the saving throws, forced having stepped out because, you know, loyal dog has to go get mama and papa. <laughs> I had to go lassie it up a little bit. Yeah, I was yeah. just getting ready to say, yeah. lassie, hurry, Nesker <laughs> fell. fell down the brazier. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we, we battled the horrifying shadowy creature that looked as though it bared some resemblance, I guess. I mean, Don Ether would know because he saw the shadow maintaining its presence around Adrian inside of the Vision Land. Uh, we beat the shit out of it. Uh, it had a wonderful bonding connection towards the marking, the brand on Ritora's palm, uh, forcing her to as well take psychic versions of the damage that the monster was subjected to. Um... Yeah, it was a pretty arduous combat, uh, at least a little bit scary, but we were able to, with Ethier dealing a shitload of radiant force damage, uh, work our way through the transmuted Adrian, and eventually defeat it as Adrian or as Ethier, instead of striking a final blow, instead contacted the skull inside of the brazier beneath the embers, and once more re-entered his vision, bartering. Maybe not so much bartering, but almost offering Adrian a sense of forgiveness and attempting to understand this man and tell him that what he was doing was essentially wrong. Uh, Ethier saw a younger Adrian amidst the shadowy flames who told him that he knows and that he sees and began to cry and when challenging Ether once more, Ether pushed him at Malo's discretion of deliver him to me, pushed Adrian into the river, and ethereal, gaunt souls arose from the river and removed the last of Adrian's mortal coil and ripped him beneath the surface, and Ether's vision began to conclude. We came back here to non-vision land, and everyone said, What the fuck was that, Ethier? That was a shadow thing. Why the hell did that just happen? Your visions have never done this before. Uh, he doesn't remotely have an answer for that. And instead, we concentrated on attempting to handle the scene as it was, and ensure that Yalum Lo get his vision uh, we utilize the berries harvested from Adrian's body and his stores. Ethier eventually acquiescing to his good friend's request, following him into, him into the basement below. And we had a fantastic vision of Yalum Lo that I will not remotely spoil for the individuals who were not present for that. If you would like to know, please go watch. Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> on YouTube and our website mm -hmm. and the podcast TM 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 multiple ways actually TM legitimately Yalum Lo's vision concluded and Ethier, Felix and Yalum Lo 
spoke briefly in the basement and returned upstairs to Nesgrim and Ratora, who still stood in the main area of Adrian's shop. And as we stood discussing what was going on and what our plans were for attempting to, again, handle this situation we find ourselves precariously trapped in, we heard a... Oh, I forgot about that. Knocking at the door. You forgot? <laughs> Felix had attempted to when noticing that the curtains by the front door that were shut were suspiciously fluttering without any sense of wind or movement in the area. Held the curtains back, and we saw nothing as the knocking occurred, and we heard a high feminine voice say, Oh, Adrian, we had a deal, didn't we? And this is where we begin with the five of you. Vorst, you have not yet returned. You're still welcome to sit and just wait, because it won't be ideally very long before you're present, and this way we can just uh, hop you right back in. So but you're saying sit, stay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good boy. Good boy. <laughs> Uh, but yes, the other five of you are standing here in the main area of Adrian's shop. Ratora and Nesgrim still bathed in uh, Adrian's blood from the basement. Bits of flayed flat flesh on the ground by the brazier that still lightly sparks with embers. This one of us is closest to the door. I would say that it would probably be mm, Nesgrim or Rutora, one of the two of Great. you, as the three of you had ascended the steps to come back upstairs to communicate with your friends. Uh, and we did hear the sound of a raven right before she hit the door, right? One of us did. Ether heard a raven. <laughs> okay, you heard Mr. a raven. Mr. Nesgrim. <laughs> okay. I'm smiling. You can't see it, but it's a big smile. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you uh, hear a knock and you hear a voice. I'm I'm gonna go somewhere else, so I'm not seen. Retori, you should come along. Yeah. We don't yeah. want. I'm gonna start heading for the door. You begin walking towards the door. I'm also um, gonna. Where start... are the two of you going? To the basement. <laughs> That's a terrible plan. Nope, we can't come out from the basement covered in blood. Uh oh, boy. I mean, I'm gonna we... slice a, a portion on like the bottom of the uh, curtain, like a, a small little piece. Okay. To cover the flesh on the floor. I was gonna toss my cloak over it as I was walking downstairs. It's okay. not an insignificant amount. Yeah. Of flesh. It's like I... a like a head's worth. Yeah. And also, because yeah. you did that, there's <laughs> also stuff. the flesh of a man, <laughs> like a skin suit. <laughs> Flayed in various That's delicious right. jerky right. like pieces. I was thinking pieces. of the stuff that I did. You're right. There is. Yeah, more. I did that indeed describe also, that. That was dripping flesh. Well, well while they're the figuring place. that out, about how close to the door am I now? Uh, <laughs> I will say that you know you're walking at a brisk pace. I would assume to not make noise, but also still get there as quickly as possible. Uh, I'll say that, you know, after about two, three seconds, you're only about five to ten feet away from the door, and you see the. Uh, handle of the door begin to jiggle slightly. Adrian? Come in. 
We're in the oh, basement. Did you go into the basement? <laughs> basement. I. Yeah, I guess. Not that's... the burning one. Better make that decision fast. Those doors is on. We're going to the basement. Open. So the two of you begin hurrying towards the basement. Yalumlo says, "Come in," and you hear this door suddenly begin to creak open, and then a great gust of wind presses it, bursting it open quite swiftly. And you hear this kind of sudden rush of breeze enter the room, as though a gust of wind lightly strikes all of you. I mean, even if you're facing away, if you're going towards the direction of the basement at the opposite of this room, you feel like a gust of wind kind of pull into the room, almost sucking the air out of it. And you two are in the basement. I would like to stand with my ear against the door, yeah. preferably. The, you know, when there's like a group of kids and they're all like... Yeah, Christmas morning getting ready. <laughs> uh-huh. Like Nez comes up here, we tore us down here. Mm-hmm. Like, I on? am going to... So, seeing as there's entirely too much flesh for me to do anything about... Yeah. I'm going right. to sit on the ground in front of the brazier and just attempt to look like I'm preparing something so maybe she thinks I'm an assistant of some kind if... If it comes to that, just so I don't look out of place. Fantastic. Yeah. That sounds believable. DJ and Sarah, make a stealth check each, please, as you are en route to the door, opening the door, getting inside of the hallway, and then closing said door. DJ, you also have disadvantage on stealth checks because you have heavy armor on. 18. Sarah, very good. Uh. Uh. It's good. It's a 14 on the die. Okay. My tablet's being unresponsive. You I'm have no dex bonus. not proficient in stealth, no. and you said you have yeah, no so dex on that, so it should be a 14. Yep. So, the two of you, quickly, eerily, I guess we'll say, the sound of your footsteps and the door creaking as you open the basement is kind of masked, almost mirrored by the door at the front opening, and then the gust of wind almost... Myers, the noise that you guys are making as you then quickly pull that door closed and stand, Grinch-esque ears pressed against, <laughs> attempting to hear what is going on. Uh, Ethier uh, and Yalumlo. Uh, before the door opens, I'd like to note that I move from behind the desk to the, I guess we'll say the side of it, so that way it doesn't look like I'm back by where the door is. Very good. So the three of you are looking in the direction of the door. I'm assuming. Uh, I'm I'm just looking at the. You're the stuff. preoccupying yourself. Totally with what's normal going. for people to come in. No, not a care in the world about the flesh on the ground. Uh huh. So, Yalum Lo and Felix, you see standing in the doorway, a modestly tall, humanoid-looking woman. She looks as though she's about five foot six. She is wearing a very tightly wrapped around her waist and pulled over her chest. A white robe is tied and cinched with a great kind of almost fur-looking, effectively consider a bathrobe, where it looks almost as though it's pristine and clean and exquisitely soft. What's up, what's up? With nice... (laughs) 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 With nice fur linings around the collar. You can see that she brandishes this, you know, thin, almost uh, toothpick-thin black necklace that lowers down into the v-neck of her shirt. You can see that her hair is pulled back, and not 
tied together, but it looks as though it almost shapes backwards down, draping over her back. Very dark, mahogany-colored brown. And over her face, you can see that there is a stark, ivory-white alabaster mask of a smiling face. (laughs) I love the imagery. I hate it so much. So everything on this woman looks pristine, clean, ivory white, like porcelain doll-esque. She is the opposite of me. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And you see the breeze kind of fade away around her, and you can see bits of snow flake at her boots. She is wearing white boots as well. This lady literally looks as though she is just a picturesque figure of a white, wintry wolf. Camouflage. Yeah, she's like invisible. Yes. <laughs> you said her hair is dark, though, right? Her hair is dark, oh, and that's why her hair is pulled back. Mm-hmm. So that's what, oh, so when I'm just... saying the description of the collar, it's as though a hood has been pulled down. Mm. Got and it. she is unveiling just the darkness of her hair. Okay, so she's in the doorway? She is in the doorway, and you see bits of snow kind of flaking around her as though swirling in the breeze. Uh, yes, come in, come in. I'm going to wave her in. <laughs> uh, yes, we will explain. Come in. Oh, oh. Please. She takes a soft, swift, graceful step inside and then pulls the door closed behind her. I don't... Forgive me, I... Not accustomed to Adrian having other participants. Not accustomed to Adrian having such lovely visitors. Um, well, all right. She closes Please. the door. They're going to come into the basement. They're going to come into the basement. I'm going to start <laughs> arranging the skin as if I'm trying to make some sort of Puzzle or rune or something. Like <laughs> <laughs> a little kid on the ground. I'm just trying this to make it look like, like this is all. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would be weird if it's just like here's you know me this is skin here's pile. A big, yeah, here's a big pile of of blood and skin. I want to make it look like I'm doing something with it, so she doesn't immediately like see a pile of skin and is okay. Yeah, I'm just trying to do something with it, like very slowly and deliberately. Sure, understood. And she takes these, you know, pair of steps in. She doesn't really approach you. She just takes the steps in sufficient to clear the space behind her so the door may shut. And she turns and clicks the lock on the door. Um, well, I suppose you all have bit of explaining to do. Yes? I suppose all of us, yourself included, have a bit of explaining to do. And you see her, her shoulders just kind of like sag and her hands kind of clasp, folding together in front of her. Yes. She just oddly looks around at the curtains, at the state of the room, not remotely looking at the floor. It... It is indeed different in here. Different in what way? You just see her head kind of lull back slightly. Uh, the two of you who are looking in her direction, Yalom Lo and Felix, make perception checks, please. 
You said she's wearing a mask. She is. What kind oh, of mask? No. It looks like it's made of alabaster. Yeah, it's like smiling. is it like a bottom half of her face? Is it full? Her Six. Six. Five. Five. <laughs> you see, uh, it looks like a very feminine face. So mm. for the mask. It looks as though, again, it's pure white, but you can see the slightly, like, fine protruding lines of a, a female carved smile into this alabaster mask. The exquisite, high-pointed, almost noble features that look as though this is artisanally created. This does not look like it is a piece that was just made in a sense of hurry or without care or commitment to it. Uh, but she kind of takes a slow, very nasally inhalation. Ah, well, I suppose your customers as well by the scent. You could use that term, perhaps. I hope that your service provided you more comfort. She just kind of tilts her head awkwardly to the side slightly like a dog. Hmm? <laughs> oh? <laughs> I just smile. Mm-hmm. I, I suppose uh, most recently uh, the service was comforting in a way, yes? I envy you, sir, to what, find such comfort. What exactly brings you here? She takes another step into the room and just pulls her head down slowly, still at an angle, in the direction of Ethier. Ah. <laughs> uh, I believe that man would suffice. You mean this one here? Yes. The one playing with flesh. At, at hearing her say that, I, I just kind of look up. Um, hello? Charming to meet you, my man. I'll, I'll stand and walk over to her. Uh-huh. Extend my hand. Uh, my name is Ethir. <laughs> and your hands are bloody. I'm very sorry. And she just kind of gestures towards the pure <laughs> ivory clothing. <laughs> uh, forgive me, but it would be quite uncouth of me to return in a state not akin to what I left. But it is... A pleasure to meet you, Mr. Ethier. A pleasure to meet you as well. And your services through Adrian, the comforts provided, I am interested in knowing what attracted you to such a man. Similar interests? Or professions? Similar professions, sir. Indeed. I have never met another man like Adrian. 
we are unique in our own ways. It appears so. Mr. Ethier, I am quite glad to see that you are here, then, in this shop. And she once more just kind of slowly lulls her head around at the curtains. The movements look strenuous and awkward. I'm afraid we did not catch your name. Oh. They call me the Lady Hartwood. Good name. Thank you. The movements are awkward and forced like a, a doll. You can equate it with that. Sort it of. looks as though she strains with each... Like pain, maybe? Possibly indications of pain. But or deliberate, like she's... Well, obviously deliberate, yeah, but you know what I mean. She does like, she look like she's <coughs> struggling? Or does she look like she's looking around and it's just difficult? Does she look like she's trying to... It looks as though she is trying to look and struggles with the movement and then reflexively just kind of like winces and pushes sure. through it. Well, Lady Hartwood, uh, Adrian is not here, obviously, but no. you seem to have gathered that perhaps Mr. Ethier could assist you with whatever it is you are here to find. My name is Yalum Lo, and this green one is Felix. And she just kind of like jerks her head back to look around you too and sees Felix and the head just kind of stays at this angle twisted. A green man? I've never seen a green man. I would be happy to assist you in any way that I can, if it is a similar service to something Adrian provided. Uh, in what way could I assist you? Well, a bargain, you could say, was struck between Adrian and I. I required... I kind of wince a little bit at the word uh, bargain. I provided services in return to Adrian in exchange for his services. Services. And she just kind of like <clears throat> looked down towards the areas where you were toying with the flesh and the brazier still sits very much like this and she extends her hand and you see as she does she is wearing very tightly fitting white gloves like cloth constructed soft white gloves like expensive fit white gloves mm -hmm. And she just kind of brings her hands back up. It is a challenge for Mr. Adrian to consistently provide these kinds of services. 
it is quite a challenging process indeed. Uh, the herbs required are hard to come by and it is uh, takes quite a toll. Yes, those it who does. And she just kind of juts her head again at an angle as she twists over and looks more concentratedly at you. A toll. Indeed. I can see how you are quite similar to Mr. Adrian. With language like this. Indeed, we are similar in some ways, but to provide slightly different services. Different? How are they different? Um, well, Adrian deals mostly with the living, I deal mostly with the dead. You deal with the dead? I do. How? Do you deal with them? Um, similarly to what Adrian does with the things that he provides for people, I provide for those who can no longer provide for themselves. As though you speak to them? In a way, yes. And if someone... I know is dead. Could you speak to them? I would need um, a piece of their skeleton, <laughs> but yes. Oh. Is that a problem for you to obtain? They're not here, they are lost. Uh, I'm very sorry to hear that. Thank you. Perhaps in my studies I could assist further in the future with trying to find someone that is lost. I too search for that in my own life. Lost as well, are you? Um, someone that I care about. I'm very sorry to hear this, sir. And I am sorry to hear that you are going through the same. Vorst, I will say that you, upon being instructed to get the fuck back there and help them, what are you doing? <laughs> Arrive back at the door and feel that it is locked at your hand. When I was inside, did I see if there was any sort of a... a I saw the door to the basement. Mm -hmm. Did I see any door that would look like it leads to like a stock room or a back room? You did not, no. And there weren't any other windows other than the front window. Trigger. Correct. Only the front windows. Um, if I peek through the uh, the front, through like a crack in the curtain, mm -hmm. 
what what I see. You can make a perception check, and I'll see whether or not there is a sufficiently spaced crack in the curtain. Sarah and DJ, what are you two doing? Or are you just standing here, just Grinch-like, listening at the door? We've been, we've been passing notes, so I think we're probably, like, mouthing at each other, like, What the fuck are they saying? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say we were... Use your elf ears! <laughs> What's your elf ears? <laughs> Thirteen. Thirteen? Yeah. So I'll say that there is a, a small section, uh, as though when the wind blew inwards, when the door was open, that parted the curtains... And you see a white-robed figure standing, and from the side angle of which you are, you can see Ethir and Yalimlo standing about five, six feet away from this figure. Doesn't look as though there's any sense of hostilities occurring, but they look like they're talking to someone that you do not recognize. don't think I'm going to go up and knock on the door. Okay. Just keep an eye outside? Yeah. I okay. think I'm going to kind of post up on, like, outside, looking like a hobo. <laughs> just Very as good. to not draw attention that I'm, yeah. like, peeking through the window, just yeah. like... You give the appearance of a vagabond. And sit down. And yeah. Have a seat outside. And the two of you remain listening at the door. I, yeah. I do. Yeah. Yeah, like... I'm just asking. Uh, I'm not I'm not I, asking with an intent. I'm just asking what you're doing. I have a question. It doesn't help Retora. Uh-huh. Are there like holes in her mask for her eyes? For the woman? Yeah. No. That was my concern too, but I wasn't looking at her. Uh-huh. So, oh, it's a full face mask? Yeah. None of her skin's exposed then. Correct. No. Mm-hmm. How is she able to see where she's going? Mm-hmm. I was... <laughs> well, I mean, if she I can't see... I have another see... concern. Mm-hmm. I think she... I... Can you guys throw something at her to see if she can <laughs> see? <laughs> <laughs> so, the okay. three of you are I still standing here. Lady Hartwood, uh, perhaps... Uh, m- more direct words her. would be able to help us in... Assisting you? I'm sure that Adrian provided more services than what we have seen. I imagine that Mr. Ethier would be more equipped to aid you with a proper description of whatever it is that you are seeking here. Indeed. You are experienced in these matters? Quite a bit, yes. A traveler of sorts, I suppose? A wanderer. Marvelous. Mr. Ethier. Marvelous. Mr. Adrian knew that my son has been missing for some time. It's perfectly timed. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> it always happens. <laughs> Just like you planned. Yep. <laughs> and he offers me visions to ensure that I don't see him 
on the other side yet, that he is lost and not gone. And her head just kind of ticks slightly as she says the word gone. How long ago did your son go missing? And how old would he be now? Still just a boy. Crap. Yeah. How old, <laughs> how old Benjamin? How old's this? <laughs> Literally, the moment you said son, I was like, oh, fuck. It's, oh, man. He has been missing several years now. Crap. Oh, God. That checks out. <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> what was his name? Um... He would be... My god. It's been so long. Seven now. And you see she just kind of like... Pulls her arms up and grabs towards her elbows. Just kind of begins rubbing the area. Again, it's still covered in robe. And she begins rubbing her elbows with her gloves over, you know, over the robes. You can see her fingers just smoothly rolling over her elbows. This vision that Adrian would provide. Yes. What do you know of its workings? The herbs, perhaps a description. What ones that Mr. Adrian used? Yes. And also a description of your son as well. He never told me what the herbs looked like or what they were called. My attention was not drawn towards the brazier, but instead Memories of my son. Beautiful little boy. What did your son look like? Oh, I. My husband always told me he was lovely. She's never seen her son. She's never seen her son. She's never met her son. What's wrong with this woman? She blind. The rot took her eyes. Can't be completely blind because she knew the brazier was on the floor. True. But then, how is she seeing through? I'm not there. You're she... not there. <laughs> I'm just saying she knew certain things about the room. Right. That, Who was in the room? That would require some sort of knowledge of mm-hmm. a room that she's been in before and things that weren't in the place that they were in the last time she was here. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, excuse me for one moment. I'm going to walk over to Adrian's counter and look for a book of some kind okay. to see if he's got anything that might describe his Customers. services or, or sure. something where he might have taken notes on what he used. Yes. You begin to take steps back. Uh, Paul, you said you're still adjacent to Adrian's desk? Or would you yeah. have approached as well? No, I wouldn't have approached. Okay. Y'all and Lo make a perception check. 
That one's so much better. Uh, that one's a dirty 20. A dirty 20. As your good friend Ether begins to turn and take small steps back towards Adrian's desk, you hear a very faint, soft, squeaking noise from around the chest of this woman. And you hear the soft patter <laughs> of, like, foots contacting cloth. She's a, she's a rat king. I was going to say, she's a fucking rat queen? <laughs> she's a lady made from rats. <laughs> I think that's it. Maybe. That's, uh, I don't think so. I'll just have somebody walk in here a road full of rats. <laughs> rat you never man. know, Paul. That takes the three kobolds in a trench coat to an entirely different level. <laughs> Now, um, okay, so I just hear this. Would I have any impression of what it might animal. be? You would have an, an impression that or anything. You would have an impression that because of the so, the small soft squeaking, especially after having seen Ratora as a rat or a mouse, you would equate it to something comparable in size and type of creature. Sure. Mm-hmm. And you just hear it. On her is area it, that sounds like her chest or her sternum. Is it persistent? No, it was, ball. I guess, infrequent, as though it happens and then there's soft silence and then you hear a few more soft patterings of feet as though they're sticking to skin and then stepping on robed cloth. Sure. And then another soft. <laughs> If I'm um, sitting outside, what, what can I like smell who passed through? Because in terms of a lingering to... scent from yes. an individual who passed by, mm-hmm. yeah, make a perception check. <laughs> uh, John, what yeah. do you smell with your dog nose? Am, am I near the books that Ether was walking towards? Yeah, that's good. I am I able to read the titles? Yeah, give me one sec. What did you roll? Nineteen. Nineteen. Uh, so you can smell from the individual that passed. A trio of odors. You smell fresh flowers. You smell the stench of rotting flesh. Mm-hmm. And you smell something akin to dirt and feces. Honey, the perfume's not strong enough to cover right. that. Mm-hmm. Paul, you are looking at the books that are on Adrian's desk. Mm-hmm. You see that none of them are titled. These are black, moleskinned books, effectively, that look as though there's a pair of them on his desk. Ether, you walk over towards these. Forrester, you remaining outside. I could attribute these smells together mm-hmm. as... A corpse at a funeral, essentially. Yes. Oh, Glenn. Glenn, yes. why would... Oh. <laughs> Hell. Alright, oh, and God. I saw him walk back to the desk. Thank you, Paul. Oh. Um, <laughs> if I'm looking at the back of her, mm-hmm. is her cape or her robes moving in any odd way? Or is she standing Eerily just... stationary, even as she moves... 
So, like, if she, when she cocks her head to the side, like, her shoulder doesn't drop. Correct. <laughs> Nothing else moves. I'm gonna attempt to try and pop Jimmy that lock as quietly as humanly possible. <laughs> Do you have thieves tools or anything comparable? Uh, I do not know. Do you have a bobby pin? I forgot what class Glenn's play. Hmm. Right. Um, it's got nails. I do have a liar that I can pop a string off of. <laughs> sure. One of you the thicker gauge strings. I'll permit that. I think that's clever. Especially in terms of things that you've been tasked with doing, I'll say that this is not outside of the bounds of what may be, despite having in other situations been given tools, this time you're just improvising without tools. So yeah, you can make a, uh, a flat d20 check, and I'll say that you can add your proficiency, because despite not utilizing tools for this situation... Improvised thief. <laughs> mm-hmm. 16. 16? Mm. Yeah. I'll say that you begin quietly doing this. It'll take about a minute or so for you to get through the um, door. As I hear this noise, uh, I'm going to attempt to speak into her mind. All right. Uh, and I'm going to. I guess, would I know if I'm connected to somebody's mind or not? Read it once more, please. Uh. If memory serves. And, uh, let's see. Oh, love this lady. Mm-hmm. You're gonna love her too, Mr. Ethier. <laughs> <laughs> can speak telepathically to any creature I can see within 30 feet. Don't need to share a language with it for it to understand. It must be able to understand at least one language. Mm-hmm. Um, and as an action, I can give it the ability to respond. Okay. So, yeah. I would say that you are aware of the fact that you create a telepathic link. make contact leg. with something. Yes, absolutely. Sure. Uh, and I will say, forgive me for... The intrusion, I I wish to mind your privacy. I believe that I heard some sort of creature coming from your person. Ah. Forgive me. Sometimes... She answering in my head? Yes. Sometimes... He can't keep quiet, but he is necessary for me. I don't suppose that you would mind telling me more of yourself. We seem to have each other in a mutually compromising position. Yes, a predicament of sorts. Indeed. And uh, she's still responding in your mind. Uh, Paul and Don, as the two of you are adjacent to this desk and you see these two moleskins on his countertop, are either of you picking them up 
Um, I would have flipped through it on the table. I would not have physically lifted the book. I would have just... So you would touch the book and yes. quickly rifle through the pages? Yes, to try to see if any of them has any information about either his processes or customers. So that way I can try to uh, find it out. Can I also do a history check to see if I remember how long ago Elisa got Benjamin? About four years ago. Okay, so mm-hmm. definitive, and she like said... Like three to four years ago, yes. She okay. said he's seven, seven. Yeah, he would be seven eight. now. Eight. She didn't say when he went missing, so roughly, yeah. I could, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think that that's a fair assumption and correlation with details that you have. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Do you uh, want a different mask, by the way? Yeah, please. Thank you. I hate that these things pop. Uh, can't wait to kill him for touching that book i was just thinking that every time adrian said don't touch anything and uh-huh. then looked at the eye mm-hmm. the eye was in no way related to the don't touch anything comment look into the book i wouldn't say in no way related. <laughs> yeah not in no definitely related there's something uh, more to it than just the eye will see you touch it he didn't say don't touch the eye he said don't touch anything mm-hmm. he implied that he was watching mm-hmm. yeah so don you begin rifling through this First moleskin. Paul, would you like to ro- rifle through the other? Oh, uh, I'd like to look over Ether's shoulder a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Let him do all the, all the dirty work. Wisdom saves. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with that I haven't encountered many skin books before. So. Yeah. Uh, sure. I feel like as a reader of books, you probably would have encountered yeah, skin books. Yeah, moleskin's fine. You're fine. What do you think well, leather is? People skin. Yeah. Uh, so. Well, leather is... That's a process. This you you described as moleskin. So. I mean, moleskin yeah, mole is, skin a brand is just a type book. of yeah. It's just a brand of book. It's, it's not book. literal like moleskin. <laughs> yeah. I assumed that you did. This guy's really weird. Oh uh, yeah, no. You know how many mole face on the front of the titles. You know how many moles you would have to skin to make a book. It's a fair assumption. Several. Go mm-hmm. on Google real quick. Type in yeah. the book. You'll see what it is. One mole for both sides? I like it. Brings uh, a new meaning to cover to cover. Don, as you're flipping through this book, you see that what he's listing seems like orders. Not like directives. I mean purchase orders. Okay. Of herbs that you're familiar with. None of the herbs look like they are the ones listed in his ritual. Sure. That may be something entirely different. Uh, is there Are there any names assigned to the orders in any way, or is it just simply, like, No, numbered? it looks as though a daily log, as though he is t- keeping track of what he is out of. This looks like Got his it. inventory. Okay. Um, I'm going to... Uh, not yell, but just say across the room, uh, uh, when was the last time that uh, you had Adrian perform one of these services? Okay, so you're looking through the book, and you go to say that. While that's happening, though, yeah, you're unaware, but yeah. Yalomlo has been communicating to her into her mind. Yeah. And as she goes and stops contacting her elbows she reaches one of her hands into the center portion of her robe and pauses for a moment and you ask as she begins to elevate her hand when was the last time that adrian performed one of these rituals for you 
and you see that she pulls out this very small white rat and just holds it out in her gloved hand. Time to channel my inner Corin. And is she responding to me as she's pulling this out? As she pulls it out, remind me again what you asked, because several people ask things afterwards. Uh, I asked if she would be willing to share more information about herself because yeah, we are in a mutually compromising position. Yes. And she holds this rat out. Um... Oh, fuck. I just... It's fine. I'll bring it up later. What? I haven't seen Adrian for a week or so. Ten days now. I check in every ten days, trying to see if he yet sees my boy. Uh, thank you. I'm going to flip back through his book and try to... F- find 10 days ago and look at the day prior and see what he's out of to see between the day prior and the current day to see if I can determine what was used over that day. Big brain place. Big brain So I'll reward you and the fact that like as you're flipping through you're seeing that on none of his order forms are are the Bloodberries, the Mordain or why the fuck is the third one skipping my head? Melon. The flesh wart. Flesh wart, thank you. I was like, it's not corpse flower. You said corpse flower, Sarah, and now it's stuck in my head. <laughs> I said ghost flower. <laughs> ghost flower. That's it's a real flower. I know. They're really creepy. Um, but none of his inventory logs list any of those three flowers. Okay. They list the other things, right. but not those things. Because and I will say yeah. that you do see that not the day before, but about three to four days before her last visit... He ordered the other ingredients like the malo and things like so that. So I would assume I would make the assumption that he is doing the same process for her. He's obviously not ordering those other ones yeah, because you can't, yeah. can't just buy them. And as she holds this rat in her gloved hand, you can see that the rat's eyes are opaque, almost translucent, as though mired with cataracts. Something that you guys as human beings would know, but as characters in this situation would recognize that that's not how eyes look. When I last went into the store, Mm -hmm. am I aware of, like, if the door is super creaky or not? Like, when we last went in, do I, like, did the door creak open or was it just a swift open? It creaked open. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and just turn the handle and pop the door open a little bit, just enough so that I can hear what's going on now. Okay. Yeah. You can make a stealth check. We've got three people now listening in on mm-hmm. this. Other side of the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> three. Three. Oh, God. Hello, lady! You just kick the door in. So, I mean, I'll say that as the door is creaking open, there is a little bit of splintered, fragmented wood at the front here that the door just kind of, not jams, but like juts up against and makes a small thud. And I'll see if she notices. I mean, because she is effectively distracted by the intriguing conversation, doesn't seem as though she turns. It doesn't seem as though she gives any indication that she either heard or 
necessarily cares. And I'm sure the scent uh, is stronger now that I crack the door open. Absolutely. Um, would I be able to discern like a uh, like a hamster cage smell from the rat? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, when she mentioned her husband, she said her husband used to say that her son was uh, beautiful, right? He used to say he said he was lovely. He used okay. to tell me he was lovely. Okay. Would I have any indication of that meaning that it is her late husband? Or I think, I think that that's entirely on you okay. and your interpretation again of I'm aware that I use veiled language. Not just going to pull the veil sure. back. <laughs> I, I will ask that then. Sure. Um, uh, before you mentioned that your uh, your husband used to tell you about your son and how good looking he was is that your late husband is he another one that was lost did adrian ever assist you with that no adrian could never no (laughs) my husband is a charming man and i love him greatly I can't see it remotely what you're holding up. By the oh, way. no. Oh, I thought you were like <laughs> that. And I was like, I, there's a microphone. <laughs> so he is uh, still alive then? A great man? He is a great man. Okay. I thought the same thing. We're in here. We got to figure it out. Uh, yeah, we're, we're in the stairwell. You're just taking notes vigorously. We're in the stairwell just whispering to each other. Well, not whispering, because that was audible, but like... Mouthing things. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> you were like saying, Lady Hardwood, about your predicament? Yes, my... My husband, a charming, inspiring man, Unfortunately, quite preoccupied with his work. (laughs) And not the most attentive man. Missed many things. But we've been rewarded with certain luxuries, and she just kind of like does the classic finger rolls with her other gloved hand. But, unfortunately, these are things that I would trade in a heartbeat for my boy again. (laughs) We both just... Mm -hmm. I think we cracked the case to the silent detectives. Your husband, Lady Hartwood, he is in the city? Yes. Yes, he is. Why are my notes illegible? Do not suppose he would be someone that we might know. Everyone knows my husband. Oh, God, God, it is. It's definitely him. (laughs) Yeah. As she was moving her arm, Uh was I able to hear anything from her moving her arm, or is it just the fabric? Eerily quiet. Okay. 
Everyone, you say? Oh, yes. Arthur has worked tirelessly <laughs> to improve. We were right. The slums. Ah, yes. Attempting Arthur. to redistribute some of the wealth to those in need of it. Charitable man. And does Arthur know about your bargain with Adrian? It is not something I have been entirely forthcoming. There were many nights that I feared until dawn that he was gone and not simply missing. And Arthur had spoken of such a curious man in the city, and I ignored his warnings one evening. And she just kind of gestures towards her all right attire. All white? Mm hmm. Attempted to take matters into my own hands. And thus the. And I will gesture at the rat. Indeed. My. Necessity. Your necessity? Yes. Forgive me, but I do not understand what you mean. I lost my sight some time ago. And she just kind of, you know, awkwardly pulls the one hand and strokes the spine of this rat in her gloved palm. And it just kind of like chitters, like. And the creature. What does that have to do with your sight? My familiar. Ah. So you are able to see through? Yes. Through. Of course. Sash <laughs> is so mad. No, DJ. I, I wrote, I said, is the rat's name Bear? Because it's her necessity. God, God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna reach my hand in and see if I can twist the lock so that when I pull the door back, it'll reset. Yeah, so I would say that you definitely had sufficient room to be able to get your hand through. And, you know, it's a door lock. Mm -hmm. It's not like you need to do anything in terms of a roll. Mm -hmm. You click the lock. Do you want to move the door open more? No, I'm gonna keep it just the way it is for now. Okay. And Sarah and DJ, you two are remaining in the hall. And we know um, she's blind. I think, but she can see through the rat. I think, or she smells and sees by smell. I think it's more likely that she sees my sees. smell. <laughs> no, not my smell, by smell. Oh. <laughs> she's, <laughs> if she sees my smell, she can see my mask. <laughs> I'm Patrick from Awesome Arsent. I'm SpongeBob from the I'm Ugly episode. Um. Uh, so the, the orders that I found, is that only in the one book, or is that both? 
Are uh, you looking in the second yes, book? Yes, that's what I was asking. I wasn't sure if I had looked through both. Yeah, if you want to look through the second book, go right ahead. I will, yes. This one you may make an investigation check for. I will say, if you... Just because of the situation going on, uh, I'm not going to make you roll with disadvantage. It's okay. just going to be something where it's going to be a little bit more difficult for you to, in this present moment, yes, absolutely, being preoccupied, discern some things. That's pretty good. Uh, since I'm looking over his shoulder? Yes. Paul, since you haven't really contributed to the conversation, you can make the investigation as, as well. Different DC. What do you got? Uh, 14. 14? Okay. Yeah. Let me know when you're good, Paul. Yeah, it's a 15 on the die. Yeah, yeah might as well. So that's, yeah. a, that's a 1 plus... The... All right, so... <laughs> I, guess, I guess I'll say that this is a very strange woman, and you're a little bit off-put by the fact that she said she's never seen a green man, and, like, you're attentive to the book, but there is just this kind of, like, residual curiosity as to why she would specifically pay attention to that. Uh, Don, I'll say that as you're looking through this book, you can see that it is primarily written in runic, where it okay. looks as though it is fragments of sentences and then pieces of information where it looks as though it indicates schools of magic, and it looks as though it's the runes that are traced in the performance of magic. So okay. when you perform somatic components, you're technically right, tracing right, right. a rune in the language that you speak. Got so it. It, you know it's elvish. Okay. I'm not going to draw because yeah, I suck absolutely, absolutely. at drawing <laughs> the runes yeah. for the spell components. Okay. So you recognize that the spells that are being performed are not spells that you know. So the somatic components don't correlate to magic that you are a level of which you are cognizant. Okay. Make sense? Makes sense. Got it. Cool. Spooky shit. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. Was strong. Mm-hmm. Strong runes. He's got big, strong runes in his book. <laughs> big, <bones>. strong runes. <laughs> yep. Okay, thank you. Uh, but yes, she is still holding this chittering rat in her gloved hand. I'm going to turn to Ether, uh, and I'll speak into his mind. Mm-hmm. Brother, are you able to find what you need? I'll respond without looking up from the uh, from the book. Uh, I think so. It appears is based on when Adrian assisted her last that she is likely uh, using the same ritual that I used for your vision, which does unfortunately mean that I cannot assist her as we do we do not have more of the herbs. Uh, these books contain Adrian's orders of herbs and the frequency in which he orders them. And the second contains uh, runic tracings for spells that I do not understand. Perhaps I, there's something similar that you would be able to provide. I will have to think on that, but... You know my... Yes, of course. I mostly deal with things that are already dead and... I do not suppose that you could do what you do without a death. I have a theory as to the identity of her son. 
I am not sure if she physically sees the visions. I could attempt to make something up, but if it is who I think it is, I am not sure that he is actually safe at this moment. What do you mean? I think it might be Benjamin. Uh, Benjamin is not where we last saw him? No, he is... Um, he was uh, taken by some people, and Elisa was also not ever pregnant, and I was told never to ask about uh, <laughs> Benjamin or his origins. That seems uh, like a fair evaluation of the situation. So I, I would assume... Perhaps... Let's go with the Nesgrim logic. I like yeah. it. Perhaps, and I will say this out loud, perhaps we should just ask directly. Um, that is a, quite a sensitive... I'll turn back to her. Okay. <laughs> I do not suppose that you know the name of your child? Or the name that he went by. Oh. Yes. Benjamin. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Benjamin. And now I will look at... <laughs> We're just in the stairs. We're just like... Kind of <laughs> shift my head. Yeah, you turn your head, Paul. Yeah, I'll shift my head and kind of like look over at her. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting outside going, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> Who's Benjamin? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who shit themselves? Yeah, What's right going there. on? <laughs> well, uh, How did you know? <laughs> I could not say for sure, but Mr. Ether seems to believe he might know something of a child. I just kind of like close my eyes. description? Like, oh. Excuse uh, me? Perhaps, uh, perhaps he could share what he knows. Yes, you should and will. <laughs> Lady Hartwood, uh, there are friends of ours present that I believe may also be able to assist us. Uh, I'm afraid that they are indecent in appearance. <laughs> but I believe we are. Mm hmm, mm hmm. As I said earlier, in a mutually compromising position, perhaps a, a trade of discretion. I think that is agreeable. Of course. Very well. If you would like to step further in, uh, I'm going to peer outside. I, we had a friend that stepped out earlier. I'm starting to worry about his well-being. And her hand leaves the spine of the rat and twists around her body, and you see Vorst, this backwards-looking hand, beckon you into the house. Oh, he is most welcome. <laughs> You're just standing there with all the snow and everything. Just stand up and <laughs> very well. Covered in snow on my back. Forced. Uh, you could have come back in. I didn't want to interrupt. 
Very well. Just close the door, darling. Sure. I don't want a draft to disturb the curtains. <laughs> oh. Yes, Wolf, if you could... She's going to murder us. If you could be sure that the door was locked, I will retrieve... The well, others. Supposed to be seen. I'm gonna head back to the basement door. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> door is closed and locked. <laughs> when you watch I'm over the garden wall, <laughs> you'll know why that statement is so horrifying to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, which what was it? The window. Don't want to get a draft. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. What happened? It's fine. It's fine. We can share an after stream. Uh, Yalu Lo, you walk over towards the door to the basement. You two hear him approaching. I'm going to pull the door open. It's like a Disney Channel movie. Yeah, you don't get to make saves. It's hilarious. You fall on the ground. You were just so intently into the conversation, leaning against you. Clomp. <laughs> How amusing you all Oh. Stand up and like brush myself off. Mm-hmm. Hello. Uh, hello. It is a pleasure to meet the last of you. The, the last of us? Oh, yes. He said he had a friend outside and some friends in another room. She can count. Yes. That would indicate that there are no more. Yes. This is all of us. Yes. The last of True. you. True. Uh, the the bloody ones are Nesgrim and Ritora. <laughs> you guys know she sees the, the rat and like she's blind, but you still wait. <laughs> 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 you just wait. Till... <laughs> Hello. I've actually done hey, that. <laughs> oh, I forgot. And I the want... <laughs> snowy one at the door is Vorst. It's a lovely and perfume you... you're wearing. See her arm just kind of curl back towards the front of her body. It looks as though it genuinely dislocates around the area of the elbow and then pulls back and calmly returns to the side oh, like holding essentially over her belly. It's a lovely perfume you're wearing. Yes, my husband pays a great sum for it. It is sufficiently potent, I hope. Can I see the rat just kind of like leaps up and looks from her shoulder back towards you and just kind of like stares at you. She's talking to me, but she's not turning around. Yep. (laughs) Um, Can I discern what flowers I smell? It smells like fresh lilies, Mr. Nesgrim. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Why, Mr. Nesgrim? (laughs) (laughs) It's so upset. Lilies? I don't like that I just tabbed to the next song. It's, it's fine, fine, DJ. Correct me if I'm wrong, but is that lilies? My favorite flower. Mine too. Yes. <gasps> oh, that's why lilies, because the a flower the of life okay. and a flower of morning. Indeed of morning. Something for me to ensure that I remember my morning. I'm sure you would like to get to the matter we were discussing. Indeed. Ethier, perhaps 
We should share what you think that you know. Uh, yes. Um, I believe that I know the ritual that Adrian uh, normally performs for you, uh, based on his books here, but I am afraid that we do not have the herbs required to perform such ritual. Oh. How displeasing. And into Ether's mind, I will say. And the slightly better news, perhaps. Um, I believe I know where your son was, not is, but was. Uh, a woman I know named Elisa. And so the rat turns oh. towards you as you say that name. Elisa. Yes, that's right. Has Benjamin? I believe she did have a child with that name. And why would you tell me of another mother's son, sir? I was simply uncertain if there was perhaps a correlation there, though I would assume that your husband would have known if that was in fact him. He seems to know everyone in the city and their goings-on. Yes, he does. I'm going to keep a dead beat on that rat. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you watch as it just turns and looks back towards the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, out loud. Mm -hmm. To Ether. Uh, perhaps all of the information. We are not exactly on the high ground for bargaining, and the Lady Hartwood seems to be in distress. Perhaps a an offer of kindness. Did she mention the information that you have, not just of a boy's name, but the circumstances that have led you to believe that perhaps there is a correlation? Um, when I returned from one of my trips, uh, Elisa introduced me to her son, Benjamin, but she had not been pregnant prior to my leaving, and I was only gone for a few days. And I was told never to ask about that fact. So I fear that Benjamin may be your Benjamin. My son is alive. I believe so. Thank you. Did she mention what happened to her son? I think I'm... I may have missed. Mm -mm. Okay. She said that he was lost. He was mm -hmm. lost. And that she feared the worst. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... 
I'm sorry, what what happened to your son? You said he was he was lost? Yes. Did he go missing? Yes. Missing. What what circumstances were surrounding that disappearance? Always like his father. He, even at such a young age, wanted to be a big, strong boy. He wanted to adventure as his father did. And, well, forgive me for saying I couldn't quite keep my eyes on him well enough. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely smirk at that. <laughs> and one evening he escaped the sight of the servants and went out for a bit of fun. Was there anything um, <clears throat> special about Benjamin? You're asking a mother. I know. I know. Of course. He was my son. Anything, I mean, um, was he particularly gifted in any partic- in any, um, certain things? Yes, he was very insightful, wise, despite being so little. Almost like an old soul. One could say an old soul, indeed. Um... Does she have... So, I know you described her robes as white. Mm -hmm. Is there any, like, any blue stitching? Any blue no. accents? Okay, good. Know what you're going for. Good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I guess... I can't just plan how to ask her that. I mean, you can. <laughs> if you have a reason to ask a thing, you can ask things. You're a Nesgrim. You're a Nesgrim. Fair enough. Nesgrim, um, please ask. <laughs> Was there anything, I guess I'll say, um, peculiar about Benjamin? Yes, yes. I, like I said, I can't ask her that. But. I mean, you can, though. Like, you know, just because it's been a thing to other characters doesn't mean it's necessarily the same Fair. impression towards this one. Like, obviously, I want to indicate warnings when it's appropriate, but, you know, I think that that's a just thing for your character to ask. Also, it's not like we have anything against peculiars. Yeah, right. you guys fucking are peculiar. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> that was part of the reason yeah. we stayed in the stairwell. Yeah, like, that's why she's like, holy shit, a green guy. Like, <laughs> see something um, new every day, even though I'm blind. <laughs> yeah, she uh, Yeah, so you asked, was there anything peculiar about him? Uh, no, not peculiar necessarily. He was always just a special little boy. He played with other children in the area. He enjoyed fun and games. The usual things. Imaginary friends. Imaginary mm. friends. That's never a good sign, in Oshawa. What do you mean? <laughs> that's not No, nah, that's not rhetorical. Yeah. <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> you, you said that your Benjamin was very adventurous, like his father. Yes. 
the Benjamin that I knew was very shy and uh, constantly stuck by Elisa's side. How strange. Indeed, it is. It does not sound like either it is the same boy or something happened that caused him to cling to her. I don't know. You seem to imply that you had not seen him. Is this familiar a more recent development? Something that I was taught how to do. By Adrian? Indeed. Part of my not so much training, but requests of him were bits of instruction so that I could attempt to alleviate the burdens of my life. I do not suppose you would be willing to tell us what exactly your end of the bargain with Adrian was? Adrian required people and my husband employs people. Those who were gravely injured were to Adrian still an opportunity for growth. Of course. <laughs> oh, I immediately make the connection. Yep. I hate that. Mm-hmm. Yep. I feel less bad about murdering him. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. I do not suppose that you know what this growth was. A disturbed man. Indeed. However, uncouth his behavior may have been, he was kind to me. He was kind to me as well? Yes. A very damaged soul. A soul, perhaps, that may finally have peace. I hope so. As do I. You said you've seen Benjamin? I have, yes. A Benjamin. A Benjamin, at least. And you said he was shy now, timid. Yes, very timid, very shy, always hiding behind Elisa's dress. Hiding. Protecting himself from strangers. Protecting himself. Seems that way. Did he not have his guardian? Um, I'm not sure what you mean. Is a guardian? His bear. Oh god. Oh fuck. <laughs> I thought he had a toy. Oh, what? He was bear. clutching a bear. Was it? Did he have a bear? Did he have a bear? He no, didn't he have a bear, bear, John, did he? Benjamin? 
He had no bear. He had no. We bear. gave him this, a bunny. We know who has a bear. We know who has we a bear. Tried to give him a knife. This bear. <laughs> you called it a guardian. Yes. Do you mean literally, or do you mean? Oh, figuratively. He was an unimaginative boy. Source of confidence. Yes. An encouragement for him to. What does this mean? Stay strong in the face of dangers, and to be brave like a bear. Did I... Miss Rhetoric. <laughs> did I ever what? see yes. the bear that yes. we're all connecting to this uh, being communicated with like it was not a stuffed animal? I don't remember if I did. Uh, I, I know because I've watched the episodes back, but... I when think you... you were there when Ethier talked to her and she looked as though she fed the bear soup. Yeah. So, sure. yes. And yes, she does indeed say to you directly the comment about being a bear and says your name. She also did not react to you mentioning the thing about Adrian's soul being at rest mm-hmm. either. So okay. I can't say I'm shocked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Excuse me. S- somewhat related, Ethier. <laughs> um, do you know if Eliza did a lot of work with Clark? Uh, I'll history check that. Sure. Uh, 13. As far as you know, no. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought so. Hmm? Just based on what I knew about her. Yeah, I mean, it's also, she's an extremely busy lady who's running a tavern and and an inn entirely on her own, effectively. Yeah. In a different district. Mm hmm. Yeah, I would have been surprised. Mm -hmm. It's unusual to go between districts, Mm -hmm. right? Most people stay. Yeah, west people don't really go to the north Mm -hmm. because it's so dangerous. And north don't come to the west because they they can't. can't. Correct. Um, No, not that I am aware of. I don't recall. His name having ever come up. I did not even know his name was Clark until more recently. I, I knew of him, but uh, not his identity, and I had not seen him before. Um, Yalumlo, I believe you worked with Clark more closely, correct? I did. Are you aware of any connections between them? And I frequented his shop when I passed through. I'm wondering if Clark's business may have a hand here. Can I history check that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The person that might actually know. You picking up what I'm putting down? I'm picking up what you're putting down. Okay. It's going to be an 11. 11? As far as you know, no. Yeah, I worked for him for a little bit. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not that I know of. Yeah. Um, so I would say your indication is either this is an extremely discreet thing that is not talked about except for the involved parties, or no. Did. Can't tell you which, though. That's Genuinely. fair. That's fair. So, the orphanage. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. These children. Uh-huh. Did they ever get adopted? Do we know anything like that? You don't know. Would Ethier or I know from living in the city? Like, could you, if you wanted a child, go get one? And from working in the north? 
I'll say that you have suitable justification, Yalumlo, for making a history check. Sure. Yeah, I would not. Yeah, you with being so secluded. I'll say genuinely, Lawrence, for you, it's most of the fact that like the loggers were just like a bunch of drunks who just shot the shit all the time. And you spent more time in like taverns. Uh, That's an 11. An 11? I will say that you wouldn't know it to be a thing to be either common or if it does occur for it to be something that people discuss being a thing. That if it is an if it is something that occurs, it is done exclusively in secrecy, and you would interpret it as there aren't even rumors in West. Sure. In- if it's infrequently, and when, and, if so, and not in the districts that you frequent, <laughs> sure. like no one in North or West is like, oh yeah, I, you know, my wife and I are struggling to have a kid. Like we went and got one from the orphanage. If it's a thing, it doesn't happen here. So. I can't say definitively no. I also sure. can't say definitively yes. Sure. Maybe maybe rumors, sort of. Correct. And even if they are, <laughs> they're very loose and they're not related mm-hmm. to the areas that you guys frequent in the city. Um, so, yes, I wonder if Clark's business is playing a part here as well. I do not are know. you saying that aloud? Because, I mean, yeah, yeah so... She just kind of looks over in your direction. Mr. Clark? Yes, he's a a friend of ours. Yes, the pawn man. Yes. Indeed, that is the Clark he is referring to. Perhaps the bear was taken there. Perhaps. I don't know. Lady Hartwood. That was a good cover. You said that your husband does not know you have been making a deal with Adrian. No. It seems to me that you are perhaps more invested in finding your son than your husband. Would that be fair to say? I have had that fear and suspicion as well. Arthur is so preoccupied with achievement that he did not have much time for Benjamin. I I know not much of Arthur, but he seems like a man that knows his way around the city. Yes. If the boy that Ethier knows is in fact your son, I imagine it would be quite puzzling for Arthur to not know of his existence, let alone where he is, given the district. Yes, I agree. That is what I was alluding to earlier with your husband keeping tabs on the majority of people and collecting information as much as he can. Do you believe that your husband would keep this from you, were it the case? I can see why he might, yes, now. And why might that be? I fear he thinks I am no longer suited to be a mother. 
is this in reference to your sight alone or no something else sir not just my sight Arthur is a loving man but the distance sometimes causes people to grow apart and after losing Benjamin it felt like that building was no longer home as though all things had changed when Benjamin left and I suppose you could say I no longer spent much time in that house. Is that when your husband began doing as much as he does in the city, or had he always done that? He had always been that way. Um, he did not grow up with much, and was quite fortunate to return from his expedition. Substantially wealthy. Soul survivor. The mines? Indeed. One of oh so few who have been blessed by Ostador to return with gold. Of course. Would you say that your husband treats the city almost like a child in that way? Yes. He ensures that he makes his rounds and donates to businesses that are struggling or families that are gravely in need. It's why he's been almost, you could say, stuck here in the West. He's had the money to go to the East for some time. But he chooses to stay? Yes, he does. Forgive me for being forward, but I do not imagine that you're change of residence would be sufficient cause for your husband to consider you unfit to mother your own child? No. If we are going to help you, it might be best that we know what we are getting ourselves involved with. In Slums North, there is a small tavern. Drunkard's last hope. Felt fitting for me to sit in silence and enjoy my drink. And the individuals who frequent that tavern are not the most savory or considerate of people and you would say uncouth yes indeed one of them a dwarven man bought me drinks said he had a story to tell said he knew my husband quite well 
said he was there when my husband was in the mines and said he saw him in the tunnels surrounded by shadow as though no light anymore where they had traveled all the torches extinguished he drunk dwarf hard to trust especially in the dark strange tale considering you said that your husband was the only survivor of his expedition yes this dwarf was not part of my husband's expedition something about some crown or something Don, excuse me. Do you have the paper from the the names that were in Corn's basement, or in the chapel rather? Lady Hartwood. Uh, yes, sir. You said that the dwarf was drunk. Yes, quite. Okay, per- perhaps he mis- he misspoke. He said surrounded by shadows, but shadows cannot exist in, in the dark. Yes. Again. A drunk dwarf with a tall tail. Much taller than he. (laughs) (laughs) I laugh at that. (laughs) Yeah, I I chuckle a little bit at that Mm -hmm. too. And this dwarf has what to do exactly with the state of your motherhood? After my drinks, I excused myself to my room, and the next morning I awoke so thirsty, tired. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. You don't say. Oh. Oh. I have the... <gasps> what? Out of breath. Weak and weary. Did you perhaps feel pulled in any particular direction? Adrian. Don't remember. A strange stupor overtook me. And I felt a terrible chill rising through my body and I began to grow weaker by the days was there a cough involved yeah yes terrible cough very dry indeed did you drink any tea no tea no did there happen to be any um sediment in your ale that evening. I am unaware of the quality of the ale that the drunkard's last hope provides. Oh, everything is dirt cheap. Oh, Oh, my Uh. God. (laughs) Um, So I I just need a little bit of a refresher. You guys did get me up to speed on what happened to Nesgrim, correct? Correct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely chuckled at that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. 
I don't know why there would have been sediment in the air. It was, you know, poor quality, very bitter and earthy and dark. <laughs> have okay. You, have you had a good ale recently? No, my taste has never returned. For ale? Or? We got the ingredients for the... No, sir. My taste just never returned. How long ago was this? Three or so years? Four years now? Just after your son went missing? Yes. I can't imagine the torment that caused. Indeed. And this... Torment. Oh, charming you are, sir. This thirst, this lack of taste, you... You are unfit to be a mother because of this. Is there more? I don't know any of that. As things grew more treacherous, the top one, my body failed to recover, and I continued to change. Judging by the smell, mm-hmm. can I tell how far along she is? <laughs> by the potency of the stench, I would say you would equate this more with for individuals back home right at the very end of their lives as though that stench kind of lingers, like on the cusp. So there's some stench of like, you know, not really flesh that kind of lingers, but that almost chill, cold, overwhelmingly dirty sense. I'm going to pull out the uh, water skin. Water skin. Mm-hmm. And just hand it to Nesgrim. Mm-hmm. Um. I was afflicted with something similar. Uh, I have found this ale to be very helpful. If you would like to try and see if it may help quench your thirst. I can't enjoy a drink of that nature anymore, sir. I understand, and I'll like put it back in my pocket and but I appreciate the offer you're welcome and while I'm standing here like I'm gonna ha- keep my hands clasped down like in front of me mm-hmm. I'm gonna pick the scab that's on my hand mm-hmm. from where I had cut it with a dagger earlier mm-hmm. until I start to bleed mm-hmm. sure and see if she has any reaction to that I'll say that the rat looks in your direction as you begin picking at your hand Looks in your direction. Interpret that as you will. I want to do it like somewhat discreetly, like sure. not completely obvious. So that way, sure. Still looks at me though. Yeah, rat has keen sense of smell. It does. Mm-hmm. I think she does too. So do I. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Glenn. Definitively, you can smell that this is. Uh, I would even say potentially unearthed. Like, quite far along. Yes. Yeah. 
Your hand, sir, are you all right? Oh, yes, I, um, I had just hurt myself earlier. I tripped walking up some stairs and... Make a deception check, didn't you? <laughs> I'm just gonna stop there, then. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Eight. Of course it is. Mm-hmm. Why can't I lie? You're a funny man, aren't you? I, I like to think yes. so. Yes. You are not the first person to think that about Nesgrim. You Peculiar won't be the in your own regards. That must be a uh, downfall of our earthly bodies, huh? Yes, I would assume so. Oh. No need to soil yourself now. <laughs> Nesgrim. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> I mean, you're going to get your clothes dirty today and bleed on them, so. You too, Glenn. You too. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Surrounded. Oh no, there's a reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, it's a nervous habit to pick at my hand. Why are you nervous, sir? It is just I here. You're surrounded by friends, aren't you? I get anxious meeting new people. Oh god, the lines between Nesgrim and DJ are really <laughs> here, man. Upon meeting new people, he becomes dead scared. Yes. It's the ladies, usually. <laughs> oh, he struggles. Yes. I do. I once you offered to say that. I <laughs> once offered to buff someone's table, so you can get a feel for my Your charisma. <laughs> well, I think there are some ladies that would find that quite charming. What are their names? Where did they live? <laughs> 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 Just grabs the table. Where? Where? It's been so long. Give me a name. Uh, uh, there are many ladies. Many ladies. Yes, <laughs> ladies that I think would find you quite. Enriching. Oh, don't like that. Hate that one. Hate that. You could say delectable. Oh. I'm I suppose that's a fitting word for it. Yes. Stand in front of Nick. You're not the first one to observe the delicacy. Yes. That is Nesgrim. Hell yeah. And she just kind of tilts her neck awkwardly in your direction. Are you okay? You seem to be stiff. Yes, it's uh, part of what I am afflicted by. Stiffness. I'm sure you can appreciate that. Before you rose you this morning, you must have... I'm going to use divine sense. A little stiff. Yes. Stiff indeed. going to use divine sense. Yeah. She dead. She you undead. De- you detect undead. <coughs> mm-hmm. Lady Hartwood. Yes, my sir. Where was it that you said you were staying? No longer my home. Indeed. <coughs> oh no. A new residence? <coughs> yes. Might I ask where this place is? 
I think we haven't known each other long enough for me to invite you back to my home. Of course. What I about me? I simply wish to know. Do you actually <laughs> say that? <laughs> what about me? I simply wish to know, should we come to an arrangement helping one another? Do not think that we will be maintaining a residence in this establishment. Um. <clears throat> no, uh, I will... have a more stationary location? Yes. I do. It might benefit all of us to be able to find one another again. Perhaps we could meet at, uh, Drunken's Last Hope? Drunkard's Last Hope? Mm-hmm. I do not think that would be wise, Nazgrim. That's Perhaps. probably... I've not oh. been there. I've... We are not yet at the point that we are out of hope. <laughs> We also cannot drink anything there, if we have learned anything today. If you need me... Drink your ale. (laughs) 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 If you need me, I believe your one friend may be able to find me. Quite keen. Very. Quite perceptive. Very. Oh, people like that are very valuable. They're gifted. It's good to know that there are people that I can rely upon. Indeed, if there is anything that we can do to help, I am sorry that I cannot provide the same service that Adrian provides for you normally. In time, I believe you will. All that it takes is a little bit of growth. Hey, Mr. <laughs> Ethier? I just kind of wince a little bit at that. Uh, yes. And absolutely. some of them may be quite close. They could be closer, if needed. To, to do not suppose blooming. you know where we could find these resources you're referring to? A mausoleum's not far. I'll make it. I'll make it a point to bring flowers. Please. I do cherish lilies. Unfortunately, I do have business this evening. Of course. That requires my attendance. I'm not one to disappoint others. But it has been a great pleasure getting to see you. Each of you. You say that. You did not say meet us. Have we met before? No. Of course not. Have you seen us before? No. Of course not. Can I make an insight yeah, check I'm on that? Yeah, check that one for sure. How did she know I was for a bear? Sure. Oh god, man, <laughs> come on. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and assume that's a, that's a lie. Since you knew a uh, bear. You, you may. That's, 14. Oh. 14. That's an 8 again. An 8? 
Paul, do you also feel as though you would like to roll, or do you want to make your assumption? I will just make this, the assumption. That's fine. 14. So, I will say that she is going to message you. <laughs> Sweet, you got her number. <laughs> Meet me at the alehouse. <laughs> and Bring off Nesbitt. the table in the back left. Bring <laughs> flowers. Bring your delectable friend. Yeah, she wants to eat you, man. Good luck. Who doesn't? Who doesn't want to eat Nesgrim? It seems to be the, uh... Felix, at the very least. I don't know about everybody else. (laughs) And as far as my eight, I'm assuming nothing, uh, telling. Correct. (sighs) Um, so while John is doing that, I guess I'll mention it to everybody... Um, so my inertial armor it's one of the few abilities that I have that actually shows something Mm -hmm. Um, so this Mm -hmm. entire time I have been covered in a bluish clear liquid Mm -hmm. I did not mention it the first combat because I didn't get a chance so some of you would have seen it Um, I know I I talked to John about it a little bit but I never got to mention it while Mm -hmm. we were sitting at the table Um, so I have a, a faint blue glow along with what looks like a very tightly around my skin, clear blue water. That explains the blue shirt. Blue morph suit. Is that what I'm hearing yeah. you say? <laughs> uh, it's not a morph suit. You can see through it. The wetness. A it's see through like... morph suit. Yes, it, it appears as though I have a very thin, fit blue clear water around my. You know skin. when you uh... so sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> when you uh, soak chia seeds Ooh. and they get that like. Oh yeah, the gross. Yeah, like the Zorbies look, where it's yeah. like see, yeah. That's that's what I'm imagining. That is. What I don't know what that is, but it might be right. <laughs> but that is what you pick up, Don. Okay, thank you. Well, I yeah. figured I'd just let everybody know, and uh, the blind lady that can see would also see that, I guess. Mm-hmm. She sure would. <laughs> yeah, with an eight, I I don't expect to see much. Should I mention the bear thing? She clearly knows. That's up to you. I asked her if her son was peculiar. Uh, At this point, I don't think there's much we can ask that's going to offend this lady. (laughs) I can think of something. I'm not going to tell you guys what to say. Did you you sell your son for powers? (laughs) We will not keep you any longer if you have business. Thank you. And uh, I suppose if we are to be mutually bonded, that there is... Necessary discretion in maintaining that bond. Of course. On my part and of yours. Indeed. As I said before, we have found each other in a mutually compromising position. Yes. I imagine that discretion will benefit us all. Indeed. And I think that in time, perhaps my home is something that I will show you. If you will show me yours. Very well. Invitations all around, then. Easier said than done. Fitting bargain. (laughs) Don't have one of those. Yeah. Yes. It's kind of hard to show off something you don't have. I learned quite well from (laughs) my life that the perspective of Mr. Adrian was indeed quite fitting for a city such as this. That all things come with a price. And we all pay, directly or indirectly. 
Some more than others, unfortunately. Some more than others. What do you know about me? Know about you? You knew I was a bear. Where are you now? A bear. I'm going to watch her necklace as this conversation is taking place. You don't see the necklace. You see just the just black a... lines. Mm-hmm. Okay. Perhaps more that you have a burden to bear. <laughs> don't you, friend? I would say I have several. I'm just going to hold it my hand up. <laughs> feels that. right there. <laughs> it does feel that way, doesn't it? The weight of so many lives bearing down on your shoulders. How arduous that must be. Wouldn't relief feel welcome? There's only relief when I succeed at what I'm attempting. To incite change? Maybe in others? Maybe in yourself? You, is there a wind inside of you? What's uh, happening? Uh, <laughs> yes, you're just whistling in the corner. Inside of this room. <laughs> she has um, insight to change in me. Is that what you mean? Uh, is that a euphemism? <laughs> <laughs> I think that whatever is happening to you, sir, is. What is happening to me? Oh. Something that I've been waiting for. Hopefully or dreadfully? I think it is hard for me to know either of those things anymore. Hope or dread. Do you not feel? I've changed she's a vampire things have become so different for me now with how I see the world sorrowful you could say as any mother who lost a child would be Yeah. Noticing a pattern. (laughs) It may be hard for us to show you our home, as I can only speak for myself. I do not have one. Um, I have actually been staying with the sisters at the orphanage the past couple of nights. Make a deception check. <laughs> it's not a lie. The past, yeah, the past couple, couple of nights, you only Before. stayed one yeah. night. Oh, shit. All right, one night then. That's okay. what I mean. Sure. It's hard to keep track. It's yeah, been it, long. I know. <laughs> That's fair. Okay. So if you want to say that you would say the correct amount the correct of time. correct amount of time, yeah. Yes. Um, I don't necessarily believe that home is just a building. Home is what you make of it. Yes, and I'm trying desperately to make a new home now 
are you and Arthur no longer together? Together? We'll you... always be together. Are you oh still in love with your husband? Love comes in many forms. I have a love for Arthur. A sweet love for Arthur. Okay. Um. How... <laughs> <laughs> I have to bring up something afterwards. Yeah, me too. Perhaps it's best we... I, I believe you said you had some, some business to attend? I do. Thank you, sir. It is... truly a pleasure to meet each of you. As I said, meet you. Yes. If there is anything that you can do in regards to the state of this establishment, perhaps some connection. It you will may be purchased. Have. Very well. It will be maintained. Very well. There are. You see, the rat just kind of like looks around at the curtains. Far too many values that this place upholds for us. For me, I would ask that you take what you already have, but leave the rest. Of course. Thank you for your generosity. Of course. And for your discretion. Of course. Leave him as well. What Leave. remains? I will leave that decision to Ethir. As there is perhaps unfinished business he wishes to attend to. In regards to this matter? What of him do you require, sir? I suppose some concessions may be made on my part. Just a small, small bit. I believe I can part with a few pounds of flesh, if that is what you need. Only a few ounces. Of course. Of bone. Of bone. Oh, yes. Of course. Take all that you need of bone. If, if you don't mind me asking, you know what Ethier intends to use the bones for. What do you intend to use the rest of him for? A mourning. A mourning? A funeral? No. A morning when things may be celebratory. Okay. A, a new dawn? 
Something like that, yes. For a soul as gifted as Adrian's, I believe that celebration is only fitting. We'll honor him in our way and ferry him across. When you say our way, worshippers are the defiled. <laughs> Which way are you referring to? Oh, well. Adrian's way? No, not remotely. You see, we have been, I suppose you could say cursed with <laughs> that knowledge. And if this flesh is all there is, that why not celebrate that gift and revel in its memory? Mm. To satisfy ourselves on that. Would you say you're going to celebrate his death? No, sir, his life. Okay. You and others? Oh, yes. I think he may prefer if you celebrate his death. <laughs> I think in... I think in certain ways, they are the same. Perhaps as if his death gave new life. As in Adrian was a dead man walking amongst all of us. A man doomed to do what he was needed to do. As though possessed by something far greater than any of us. A Darling. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well. Can I have that water skin? <laughs> Perhaps, <laughs> Lady Hartwood, someday we might meet these. Pardon your hand. Others? Oh. Yes, I suppose I could permit you to meet the others someday. Should you believe it to be. Safe for all parties involved? Some of us are a bit more amenable than others. Of course. Some a bit more still possessed with the disappointment of their existence, as though they cling to that anger of the flesh. I do not suppose that you... see this as a gift for all. Should there be some of you that are not so amenable to it? Yes. I have been gifted an opportunity to finish something that I was yet unable to. Of course. I simply wish to see it done. Perhaps when this thing is done, we could assist you in other ways. Please. 
I'm tired of being so tormented. Mr. Nesgrim. That Ethier here would be willing to assist you when that time comes. Isn't that right, brother? Indeed, these are things that I can do and provide for a great many people. I would be very appreciative of that fact. Of course. Thank you all for your time. It has been enlightening. There is much more to you than previously hinted at. Thank you for your kindness and discretion. Indeed. I will bow slightly and say farewell, lady. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and mm-hmm. undo the lock mm-hmm. and open the door and back out and hold the door open for mm-hmm. her. You see, she just kind of takes swift, graceful kind of steps. My hand to help her down the stairs. Yeah, you extend your hand up because, again, Adrian's shop was on that small elevation, and she gives a very small wave to all of you, and she turns and descends the steps towards Vorst and takes your hand, and you feel the smooth velvet of her gloves kind of rest against your palm. And she just pauses for a moment. Sick as well, I see. What? (laughs) (laughs) I just sort of shake it off Mm -hmm. and lean in. You'll do well to add hyacinth and moonflower to your arrangements. Thank you, sir. Does better to cover. Yes. Thank you. Good to know. You're a loyal one, aren't you? I've been told. I would be honored to have you someday as a husband. I'm flattered. No, Vorce can get it. And you watch as, you dog. As, <laughs> as she takes her other hand and presses it to the lips of the mask and extends it out towards your mouth. I'm going to kind of turn my head so it misses my lips and to catches cheek. you on the cheek. Hard to get. <laughs> I enjoy a chase as I assume you do <laughs> I'm just gonna be flustered and weirded out because I know I know yeah. her <laughs> she takes another step down and leaves the steps I would much rather be tormented by you oh my god and begins to walk down the street back towards the central path of the city of Oshwamp. When Vorst re-enters, I'm going to use Divine Sense again. Okay. Yeah, so I'm going to have to ask if any of us heard um, anything that was said outside. I would say that because they were outside and you guys were in like the center portions of the room and they would have been speaking softly, I'm going to say no. no. For, I still would have been fairly close to where she entered. She never came very yeah, far you were the, the room closest and I was sure. the one that yeah. answered the door. I'll permit you the perception check then. That's fine. I'm going to 
look and make sure the rat is not in here. You don't say it. That's okay. a 14. 14. I'll say that you hear fragments of it, and you can tell that there is a strange sense of flirtatiousness in her tone. So, like, you and, hear... And maybe see the discomfort. Yes, you also sure. see her extend her hand out towards him. You don't, because, again, her back would mm -hmm. be towards her. You don't see what she does, but you see her hand rise to her face and then rise out towards him. The rat visible and present while she's doing this? The rat, you can see, is still on her shoulder as she walks Looking out. Looking at him? Yes, as she walks out into the night. And you're all standing here, and you use divine sense as Vorst steps back into and the building. And when the door closes, yeah. Yeah, you close the door, you utilize divine sense. You don't sense anything. Good. Okay, so that means she was undead, because there was a variable there. Mm -hmm. It was either her or Vorst. And... Mm -hmm. I'm going to take off my cloak and turn it inside out and put it back on. Mm -hmm. So it's not as covered in blood. Mm-hmm. And then I'm gonna uh, pour. Uh, a, I'm, oh, I'm gonna pour a drop of the ale onto my palm. Okay. You pour the ale, and as you watch that droplet begin to extend out, you watch as though a heat source from inside of your hand dissipates something around the liquid. So, you know how we described before, like, water-soluble things, or, like, things that are insoluble look as though they have that film around it? Mm -hmm. You see some kind of film around this droplet of ale disperse, almost as though it singes, and suddenly vaporizes. And just water contacts your hand and lingers on this black void. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I love knowing what this is. <laughs> Lady Hartwood is undead. You think? <laughs> She's yes, also hot as shit. Brilliant detective work there, Nesgrim. <laughs> She's gonna look wide-eyed at, at Nesgrim. Oh, oh wow! She practically uh, oh, as much. Uh, Ethan, make sure you get everything we need from the jars. Yes, I, I have taken all of the herbs that I am familiar with. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else we might need? I believe it would be best if we left anything we've not yet gathered. It seems that Lady Hartwood learned much from her husband in the ways of knowing things in the city. Very observant. I would much rather we not make an enemy of her. I wonder if Sister Hartwood is... Sister Hartwood? Well, not, you know... Lady... Hartwood. Lady Hartwood is a uh, sister Hartwood. Mm -hmm. Um, I, a shout I, out real quick, Don. Blue Box. Oh, there That's we right. go. Sorry, my phone was covered by my notes. Blue Box RPG, thank you very much for the 45 viewer raid. Thank hey, you so thank much. You hey, welcome, much. everybody. Welcome, welcome. Hope Truly you're doing it. nice tonight. Hello. Thank you so, so much. Owly mm -hmm. uh, B, Spari14, uh, Evie, uh, Machik, Pat, Dirty Davy, thank you for the follow. Uh, Orion, welcome everybody. Mm -hmm. um, I wonder if Sister Sister Desiel's name was uh, in the chapel was Woe. Sure. I was. I wonder if Sister Hartwood or Lady Hartwood, her name was Torment. 
Desiel's name was not in the chapel. Well, what right. was Amber. in the chapel, right? Oh, uh, that's right, Amber. I'm sorry, Amber. Woo. <laughs> yeah, I'm just uh, mm-hmm. flustered. Force is getting hit on here, not. It's really unfair. Yes, it's, <laughs> it's frustrating. Yeah, the jealousy. It's just. <laughs> it's it's frustrating. I'm flustered mm-hmm. and frustrated. <laughs> frustrated. What makes you think that her? She had a interesting reaction when I used the word torment. She said I was quite charming. So perhaps <laughs> I can look back over Corin's notes when we have time to rest. I, I think that may be good. Um, I like that her saying you're charming is suspicious. <laughs> well, I mean, it is. <laughs> she complimented me. It's not okay. Something's wrong. She wants something. Why do people think he's charming? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and take a way. bar rag out of my pouch. Mm-hmm. It's just they're, they're on me, yeah. always. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to dampen it with my water skin and hand it to you guys. Yes. Good mm-hmm. idea. Thank you. I might mm-hmm. also take we a should try to leave this as close to possible as, as Lady Hartwood. Mm-hmm. Not stay any longer than, than we need to. Yes, I, I think it's best we return to Luna and Faye. Perhaps you're taking a drink, you said, Sarah? A very small of drink the ailment? of the ailment. Yeah. It burns as it goes down. Like oh. alcohol? Yeah, or... like alcohol. Okay. Yeah. Nothing yeah. Nothing painful. Yeah. It's just water. <laughs> it, it, there's definitively a sting to it. Retora, as a lady who would have only really had minor exposure to alcohol before, would just mm-hmm. equate this with a strong kick. Nothing hurtful. Nothing strange. Perhaps. Hand it back to this room. If Thank we you. were going to head out, as I was saying before, we were interrupted not all together. Perhaps the bloody ones not at the same time. Good idea. Uh, should we leave three by three, do you think? Uh, I'm going to look around for something that we can wrap the two of them in that's not covered in blood. We wiped ourselves off. I mean, it's still like it's not on your face, maybe, but it's still right. blood. I've turned my cloak inside out. Have you gotten so blood if you on your wrap yourself in your <laughs> robe tightly, mm-hmm. like you turn it inside out so the blood would be on the inside yeah. and you pull, I would say you're obscured at this point. You're still covered in blood. I'm gonna, because I'm wearing plate armor, so I'm gonna use the bar. You're wearing chain. Chain, yes, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm um, gonna take the rag that Vorst gave and wipe off the metal, and <laughs> He's then buff it himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, buff myself, and uh, then I'm gonna turn he's my proficient cloak, in that. Hmm? my cloak inside <laughs> out. Yeah. So yeah. that way, all the blood visible on the actual armor is hidden, and the blood on my cloak is on the inside. So yeah. hopefully, it's sufficiently hidden. Yeah. I mean, it's also nighttime. It's dark out. It's not like there's sufficient ambient street lights. Could just so. go roll in the snow. Could that also would leave roll blood in the snow. In the snow. It would leave blood. I'm going to check the, t- the weather for the rest of the evening. Uh, the rest of the evening is mostly clear, and then it begins to start growing a little bit more snowy tomorrow in the early afternoon. That's but it's, not helpful. Okay. It's clear for the next, like, 12 to 15 hours, mm-hmm. and then it starts to bit. Not, not a dense, like a blizzard, just a fair, steady, constant snow, mm-hmm. as though you would, at this point, expect a few more inches of snow yeah. to accumulate. But nothing that would cover in the next few hours. Correct. No. Alright. Should we go th- three at a time or two at a time? Perhaps three at a time. Two. 
I, I think three may be best. I feel three by three might be safest on the streets. Again, you guys are only going back the couple just around of the corner. Yeah. 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 Or are we just all going back to Rowler's Zone? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're not. Yeah. We got what we needed. We have to get it back to. That's true. To Luna and. We have rooms waiting for us there. Mm hmm. Could all do with some rest, certainly. Mm hmm. We have much to discuss in the morning. Indeed. Forced, shall we? I will always leave with the last group. I want to do some cleaning. Very well. Uh, Forced, I will wait with you then. Ethier? I'll extend my arm out to Ethier. Shall we? Right. I'm going to take the the larger vial of uh, bone dust out and just keep the small one that I have on the string around my neck. Okay. Are you just holding the vial of no, bone I'm dust? No, I'm gonna leave it. Oh, you're leaving stuff, it yes. behind. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the three of you step out. You're leaving behind what? The he has two dust. vials of bone dust, one larger, one a smaller, one that he utilizes effectively as a trinket that he is wrapping into his necklace. He's leaving the larger vial of bone dust. Yeah, I'm just taking the smaller one. Sure. Mm-hmm. You guys, the three of you step out into the city of Oshwamp, into the night. Yeah, they're going arm in arm. I'll follow behind. Yeah. Three of you descend the steps and once more crunch back into the snow. You begin walking back towards Growlers. Yeah. I'm going to lock the door behind them. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to get to cleaning. <laughs> I'll help clean. Yeah. I'll say that you guys spend about, you know, a few moments cleaning up, I guess, the largest pool and... And basically moving the the meat scraps back yep. behind the counter so that they're just they're not visible if the curtain is open. Yeah. So a couple minutes go by and you satisfyingly clean up this mess here. Extinguish all the lanterns. Mm-hmm. Are both books still on the desk? Yes, they are. So specifically, the second book that Ether and I looked at, uh, the ones with the runes. Mm-hmm. I will be taking that. You got it. You take the second book. Yep. Okay. Pocket it. Put it in your bag. Mm-hmm. After sufficient window. time, mm-hmm. where it seems you know probably like five ten minutes, yeah. we'll probably go ahead and head out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would probably send. Especially being that I looked through the window mm-hmm. earlier, I'll go ahead and fix the curtain so that it can't be looked through. Sure. Since and I've already tried. And yes. I will also draw the curtain back over the basement door. Okay. And then the three of you. Curtains are done. I'm kind of just going through my checklist. Phone Mm -hmm. keys, wallet. Um, (laughs) Dog bone. (laughs) Phone keys, wallet. Bone keys, wallet. Bone keys, wallet. Keys and wallet. Yeah, I think once everything's all cleaned up, I'm going to leave the rag behind. I don't Mm -hmm. need to be carrying that around. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to usher the other two out the front door and lock the door behind me as everything's all shut off. Uh, before I exit, I would like to turn off inertial armor so I'm glowing during the night. Very good. Good idea. Not being a beacon. Before um, the door is even open. Yeah. I would leave you to die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pull my hood up and walk out in the snow. Yeah. The three of you as well step out into the snow. About ten minutes have gone by. I'll say that Ethier, Yalumlo, and Ritora are standing in front of Growler's Tavern keeping an eye on things, making sure that nobody is looking necessarily in the area, just so this way we can have you guys actually convene together with simplicity. Uh, And you see the other three return back towards you, and the six of you are standing here in front of Growlers. 
Doesn't look like the street's remotely occupied. It looks empty. The people that were just kind of like... They look like they've dispersed. Okay. I mean, you guys were in Adrian's for like 45 yeah, minutes absolutely. to an hour approximately yeah. between the conversations and the rituals and everything. Yep. It's yeah, the help. streets streets are empty. I'm going to... um, At least part of the way, maybe not the whole way, uh, kick some snow around to kind of obscure our footprints from walking back and forth between... Adrian's in there? Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, there's also a fair amount of foot traffic, but yes, absolutely. You guys are standing in front of Grabbers. Um, Is the door locked? <laughs> you would have the key, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I walked in with, <laughs> they mm-hmm. said, go! <laughs> mm-hmm. If you would all like to go in, I'll hang back and make sure we were not followed. Mm-hmm. I'll right. walk in first. <laughs> You unlock the door to Growlers. You open it and step inside, and you can see that there's not really anybody in the area currently. It looks as though, uh, based on how you had, as you returned to Luna and conveyed the message, uh, it looks as though they didn't necessarily gather anything to prepare. They more wanted to ensure that the tavern was effectively locked down and secure and made it where if things did become dire, you all had at least a place to retreat to. But you do not see anyone currently in the area of this open port part of the tavern. After everyone's inside, I'm going to just hang back for a second and mm-hmm. keep an eye out and then walk in. Just make sure no one's standing around lurking. Yeah, as I said, the streets are empty. Make sure there's no white rat stalking us. Nope. Streets are empty. I turn and close the door then. Lock yeah. it behind me. You're all standing here in Growlers. Well, I'm going to sit down at the, I'm assuming the table is still there? Yeah, there are still several tables. I will sit down at the table and immediately pull out the book, and I will start pouring over it. Yeah, you can make a uh, history check. Wow, uh, that is a seven. Seven total? Yup. So you can tell based on the runes in terms of your familiarity, I will message you. Okay. I'm just going to sit down at the table and start drinking from my my, uh, water skin. Yeah. A little bit, not, I'm emptying it because I still got to make more. Small sips. Small sips. I'll sit at the table as well and I'm just going to kind of fiddle with the vial of bone dust around my neck. I'm just going to look at my hand. I'm going to walk back to the bar and grab another rag. Mm-hmm. Wet it and bring it back. Mm-hmm. I'm going to uh, find a place to sit and pull out Corrin's notes mm-hmm. that I had gathered. Mm-hmm. And go through them and see if I can remember the association since Nesgrim suggested torment between mm-hmm. torment and a location. Mm-hmm. Uh, as was previously discussed. Mm-hmm. Uh, a battery strong. No, 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 it's okay. fine. Intensity intensifies. Mm-hmm. So what happened to you happened to her? 
That's what it seems, yes. Near um, the gallows. Okay. Although I, I think... You also got bit by a vampire. Or a... I did. A scary lady. I do not believe she's a vampire, though. Um, you still got the puncture wounds on your neck, so... Oh, you mean... Yes, I do not oh, believe not. she was a vampire. Um, I intentionally picked the scab on my hand. To you, see, you guys were covered in blood the entire conversation. Very true. Did not think about <laughs> that. Just as, just as yeah. a Very true. She so didn't you made react to that. Bleed for literally nothing. Mm-hmm. I think now is as fair enough a time as any for you guys to explain what exactly is happening. Um. I can't very well protect you if I so don't many know things. what is So many so things. So many things. We 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 encountered something that is only theorized about. Uh, I don't know what it was. Um, that may, maybe Ether does, uh, since he decided to huff mid-fight. Adrian's dead. Adrian is dead. I gathered as much. Um, I'm the new Adrian. Possibly. Uh, <laughs> that's an interesting way to phrase it. The yeah. worst explanation I have. Um, yes, what exactly is that and why whatever it is seems to connect me to whatever that thing that that we fought was does it connect you to that I wish I knew do you mind we did watch go to smell her hand what does her hand smell like Sarah (laughs) or yeah Retora's hand (laughs) yeah I mean you get that same uh kind of foresty odor of herbs and leaves and snow around the skin of her hand and you know, the foods that she's eaten earlier in the day. Like, you know, hygiene is a thing, but Nothing not like a priority. Yeah. Uh, in that area, though, in that space, make a perception check. Thank you Do smell it. a wisdom save. <laughs> <laughs> Ew! Disguised as a perception check. Mm-hmm. Please. <laughs> you said perception. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes, okay, 16. <laughs> 16. Yes. As you smell it, it gives off a noxious kind of very faintly smoky <coughs> scent. Like it was trapped in a burning basement. Yeah. <laughs> um. God. Pull my face back immediately mm-hmm. as soon as I see it. Yeah, it's it. definitely foul. It's definitely, I would say, at least unnerving or, you know, not pleasant. Jeez. She's <laughs> <laughs> becoming a whale. <laughs> um, we did see one of those, and I'm just going to point at Retora's hand, um, appear on Adrian after our vision the last time. I think that may be payment for the ability to do the visions. And... Aether's made no payment like this. Yes, and Ritora gave no vision and yet has this brand. But she did kill Adrian. Right, which is when the mark appeared. And as far as Aether not receiving those marks, Aether also has not done Adrian's visions. He's no, I, I have. I did for 
Yalumlo. Indeed. And upon hearing that, I will walk over to Ethier and start inspecting his exposed skin. Roll for investigation. Sixteen. Yeah. You begin pouring over the exposed pieces of flesh of your good friend Ether around his collar, around his hands, his wrists, uh, his forearms, his face, his neck. You see no markings that would under okay. otherwise indicate anything comparable to what Ritora has in her palm. And then I will pull at his shirt and look at his chest. Mm -hmm. Can I help you, Felix, mm -hmm. with something? That's incredibly inappropriate. M maybe. And I'll hear... <laughs> Mm -hmm. See those hot elf pecs or what? Mm -hmm. Yeah, roll for investigation. And he'll pull at his breeches. <laughs> <laughs> nice cock. Uh, <laughs> roll for investigation. Oh, oh Rivia. <laughs> a wanderer. A wanderer. My eyes be wandering. Should I roll a D for length? Or... <laughs> oh, no, you gotta roll a D4 for length. <laughs> One. <laughs> As in number one. And you have the number one elf cock. Please, he is the bone man. Yes. Right. You don't get that name for nothing. Uh, Paul, you see nothing on your friend Ethier's chest. So Wanda smiles. Take off your shirt. Can, can you is this happening? <laughs> this escalated quickly. Can you explain why, at least? You said you don't have it on you, but w would you even feel it if it were there? I imagine Ritora could answer that question. Ritora, can you feel yours? Did you feel no, right? when it happened? No, the, the only time I felt it was when you all were attacking that creature and when Nesgrim and I held hands that was it I felt nothing uh, could you perhaps Nesgrim hold the other hand yes sure I'm going to place my hand on Retora's unmarked hand Yeah. you don't feel any change you feel no suddenness no pulling no Incitement in your shoulders. I'm gonna go now. Watch. No. <laughs> Not we, so, we, so, we get it. So you don't feel it. I I feel nothing. No, no, Ratora. Oh, Ether, can I see your Only hand? Only in those in those moments. I'm gonna touch his hands. Yeah, you place your Ether. hands and high five Ether, and nothing. Good. Uh, if it helps, Felix, I will remove my shirt, of course. Uh, please. All right. All of your clothing? Uh, perhaps not in, in public, Felix? Uh, uh the, the door is shut and locked? Yes, well, but Would you I, like to know if you are afflicted as Ratora is? I, I would, but I do not think that Luna would take kindly to walking out into her bar and seeing me naked in the center of her tavern. Perhaps when we go to our rooms, I will do as 
you ask? My master! Felix over here, cavity surgeon easier. Cough. Where's the mark? It's gotta be here. I found it. I have found it. Investigation on every part of your body. At least remove your shirt for now. All right. I'll remove my shirt. Yeah. Arms up. Okay. You inspect. And I spin it. Yeah. You just kind of. Uh, everyone, look. Do, do you see anything? None of you see any markings on Ether. This handsomely naked elf man. Well, half naked, handsome elf man. Okay. Okay. Half handsome naked elf man. <laughs> <laughs> when you. Nazgrim, don't, don't offer to buffle his table. Oh. He, he As does, I'm spinning, just please no. <laughs> he does not have a table I would like to buff. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, um, okay. uh, when Nesgrim uh, used Divine Sense, did anything... Well, I guess we can... You can check Detects the rest later yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, Detects a creature. With the... Oh, creature. Yes. Uh, I did I did detect Not... magic mm-hmm. before. I did yes. search. Told you. Uh, and it, it was an ancient magic that I sensed mm-hmm. along with transmutation. transmutation. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll put my shirt back on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what sort of transmutation, and I have no no clue what this secondary magic. Uh, was. While they're searching, Ethier, uh, I will uh, say and divorce mine. Divorced. Come come over here. It's it's Yalum Lo. Come here, yes, boy. Come <laughs> over here. <laughs> I am. Don't look at me like that. Walk over. <laughs> Turtle face. <laughs> I'm, uh, nobody's I'm ever done that to me before. <laughs> I'm going to, uh, like, talking into his mind, but I'm going to walk him through Corin's notes and try to bring him up to speed because he was just present for that yes. other conversation that mm-hmm. related. While they're. Yeah, searching. searching Ethers. Ethers, sweet, delicious sweet flesh, elf body. I'm mm-hmm. gonna. Mm-hmm. Oh my! I'm gonna cast Ooh. protection from evil Mr. and good on Retora. Okay. Oh no! Can you read what it does? Sure. Oh uh, my god! It's about to vanish you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Creatures cannot be charmed, frightened. Right. So it says. Uh, one willing creature you touch is protected against certain types of creatures, aberrations, uh-huh. celestials, okay. elementals, fey, fiends, and undead. Uh-huh. Um, protected from. Yeah, go ahead. It can't be charmed, frightened, or possessed by them. Uh-huh. If the target is already charmed, frightened, or possessed by such a creature, the target has advantage on any new saving throw against the relevant effect. Yeah. You cast the spell. Roll your burnout die. Okay. Ooh. This will be when he dies. Don't, don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Mm-hmm. Ricky Donnie. It's a ten. Ten? Okay. <laughs> you do not burn out. You place your hand over Retora on her shoulder or on... We're going to do it right to the... Don't. He already said it. It's that's, too late. That's why I did it, because it's the source. You no, banish it from I the source. Now you're from protecting you came. It. To be fair, it does say willing, so if you're not willing for me to touch that that part of the... You the, can... It's not that I'm unwilling, yeah. it's that I literally... Do you not trust your master? <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> was anyone who who was there before? You explained. When he almost. When he touched it. It was when all he of touched us. Your hand. It yeah. was everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah all of us. Everyone, everyone saw what happened. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad. He's trying uh, to help. But I guess I'm I'm over here like talking to Ether like and to he look at this. Just and he just <laughs> <laughs> with protection, protect good and evil on. Yeah. Sure. You it's... place your hand on Sarah's bonded palm. Briefly. And you cast <laughs> You cast protection from good and evil. And you watch as this magic in that small space between your cupped hand is pulled into the circle. Okay. And you feel a great chill in your oh. body. And then I let go. As it emanates through you. Can he let go? Instead of Retora. Interesting. Uh, you're being protected from me. And you feel this horrifying chill. Make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, oh my god. god. Oh, you jump to the next body. You take the mark. Well, you take the mark, and then you take the mark. Um, wisdom save. Okay, okay. That's a ten. And all of you here, as this occurs, and you see these faint black smoky wisps tendril out around Mr. Nesgrim's fingers, bursting forth from this black circle in his palm. Not quickly. Bursting, I think, is the incorrect word. I'll say slowly seeping over and through your fingertips. Yeah, oozing, but I mean, it's flame, so it's kind of like licking and wreathing around your fingers, but it's smoke. You all hear from Mr. Ethier, or from Mr. Oh Nesgrim. my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, had to, I had to scare you. Different dynamic. Yes. Oh boy. You all hear escaping from your mouth. Thank you, I'm gonna Mr. Nesgrim. Is it is it Adrian's voice? I pull my hand um, away. So you as I hear that, your, I, I'm, on, I'm close to Ether. How far away are they? So they're about fifteen feet away. Or you guys all sat in a, a similar area. They're about ten feet away from you. Would you permit me a reaction? What is the reaction? I need to ask that. Um. So I would pull out my pole arm, Mac. Attempt to smack at their hands. Are you trying to chop our hands off? I don't know what the timing is on me noticing the the, the flames so, attaching would, to him. I would pull away then... almost immediately. So here's the thing. Or try to. Uh... Yeah, Sarah, you attempt to pull away. You may make a wisdom saving throw. Paul, contingent upon what she rolls. Because that, in my eyes, sequentially, is how this will resolve. Eleven. Eleven. You attempt to remove your hand, and you hear Adrian's voice in your mind say, No, darling. He's still here. And, Paul, what are you doing? I am uh, drawing my quarterstaff and attempting to hit whichever hand is on top to sever, to stop, essentially stop the touching. And then the flames from attaching to this. No touching! Over here inspecting. Over here shaking hands. 
<laughs> so. You're inspecting Ether as this is all happening. What is your Well, Ether was putting that yeah, shirt on, so I don't know what Sure. Like. These are all, again, when yeah, you guys absolutely. are talking yeah. in chronological yeah. order, it doesn't mean events occur in yeah. chronological right. order. They can occur okay. simultaneously. Right. Yeah, I'm over okay. helping Vor. Yeah, you're talking to Vorce. You you're fucking looking thing. at his body, and he's like, ooh, spell. So Yeah, because I was asking Ratora, did you feel it? And she said no. Yeah. I guess I would continue. Okay. So, yep. what's your passive perception, Paul? My passive perception is 14. Yes, that's that's a sufficient value where I will say you see him do it, you see Shadow, you see her attempt to pull her hand away, and it looks as though the Shadow is coiling around Nesgrim's fingers, almost like a hand pulling her hand and his together. Or like a claw. Uh, <laughs> and you may make your attack roll with your quarterstaff. Okay. Oh. <sighs> oh my god, these dice are shit. I got new dice and bad. <laughs> it's a seven. Oh. So, they're not moving. I'm going to say that you strike in the area of their hand. Because again, to me, armor class is an incorporation of not just what you're wearing, but your efforts made to dodge mm-hmm. in combat. Mm-hmm. This is, right. he's not remotely paying attention to you. You strike into the back of Nesgrim's hand and you watch as these flames lather around underneath his skin covering it and your quarter staff strikes almost like a surface area that is this shadowy substance and not Nesgrim skin. You feel nothing in the area in which your hand is struck. I'm going to continue trying to pull my hand away. Make another wisdom saving throw. Okay. Should I do another one? Not yet. Okay. <gasps> it's a nat 20. Plus. <sighs> you feel this lurching in your body. And you all, again, look over in this direction as this is now continuing. You see Felix strike into the hand of Nesgrim, and you watch Nesgrim just lurch and just... Mystery there! And then all of a sudden you see these shadows kind of coil out from his chainmail as though it's wreathing out from his body. And then you just shake and your hand slices away from the shadowy flame and then it breaks. You can almost see that that line as though you cut through a cloud where it parts beautifully on both sides and you see the shadow that's around your body suck back through your chainmail, dispersing and disappearing. I will never do that again. You shouldn't have done it in the first place. I was trying to run both of them feel? with my quarter stamp. Stop touching how does your hand feel? John, how big is the circle now? You look back down at this circle, and it is... I mean... It was the size of, like, a penny before. When oh, you know. Is it, like, my whole palm? Like, 50-cent no. piece size? Like... S- I don't want to say coasted. That's what I looked at. I was going to be like, oh, that'd be mean. Uh, what about like hand... a quart from one of the dice things? I can get that's, you one of those. That's comparable. My hand is that, very small. Fine. Yes. So that's why I'm saying, you know, it's... Like the interior of my palm. 
Yeah. Yeah. Basically surrounding that, like, muscular area. Oh, God. Yep. And you see, around the edges, this grayish illumination. And it looks as though it's rotating. It looks as though almost like serpentine, as though it's circling around itself, etching into your hand. So you see the gray illumination. Is it getting bigger? Not getting bigger. It looks as though it's firmly tracing itself into its new location. But you see this gray illumination in your hand, again, in a circular pattern. It doesn't feel like anything. You don't feel a thing. I was attempting to banish the brand from her hand. I seem to have made it worse. Don't ever touch her hand again. I can promise I won't. I um, don't trust that promise. You since need I'm to pretty get sure we said the same thing. A glove. Yeah, Lilmo, where do you get your gloves? They're very nice. They are thick gloves that mask the cold. Yes. Did you purchase them from Clark, perhaps? Uh, they were from the Loggers Guild. Perhaps we can obtain an extra pair? I am not sure if they would. I suppose it would not matter as the guild has been disbanded, but I do not have a way to get in. All right, well then, is perhaps. There perhaps a shop we can stop at in the morning? Um, I do have to get my armor repaired, still. Perhaps. In the meantime, I'll just wrap my hand back up with that piece of fabric mm-hmm. that I had pulled off my shirt earlier. Yeah, you sufficiently wrap your hand and coil the cloth around it. Um, did you all hear Adrian's voice come from my body? Yes. What the fuck? I was going to ask you the same thing. Seems like you'd have more of an idea as to why. I honestly have none. I heard his um, voice in my in my mind. We heard his voice come out of Dasgrim's body. Mm-hmm. Yes. What did that feel like for Nesgrim? So like, yeah. we all audibly yeah, I mean, heard the same it. thing. Like, it feels as though you're speaking. You can feel the vibration of your vocal folds. It definitively sounds as though it is not just emanating out from you, as though it is using your body. Okay. So it would be very surreal for anybody that that's happening to. So like I happened to. I spoke without power, like without intending to speak. What did I hear in my? He's still here. He's still yeah. I believe Mm -hmm. was what you heard. He is still here. I'll repeat that. Did I hear that in Adrian's voice? Yes. Who's? No one else heard that, right? He said it only what? to you. Heard what exactly? He's still here. I only heard him Who yell said that? my name. It was Adrian's voice. Why did he yell your name? I'm not certain that that was actually Adrian, but perhaps something. Did we ever know Adrian? What? What did, did... Adrian? show you 
when you very little i he offered to give me a great wealth of knowledge and i declined because that is not a gift that is a curse and he was being torn apart by some sort of shadowy creature that we fought and i imagine that is why some of his flesh was flayed on the floor but I imagine that whatever did that to him is perhaps speaking to us with a familiar voice. He is still here, could be referring to Adrian, not something else. Did we ever actually know Adrian? I would say Yalumlo is an individual who had interacted with him Mm -hmm. in some regard over the last several years you've been in the city seems like the same Adrian Mm -hmm. um Ether yes what knowledge did he offer you um do you have the I mean I can either want to see yeah okay Um, (laughs) he asked my uh, master's glory my master's power I can show you do you want to see Oh. He offered me <laughs> oh. his master's glory and power and asked if I wanted to see, of which, of course, I declined because, again, that is almost the worst thing I have heard in my entire life. And I am not entirely certain what it means, but... Based on the vision I had of him as a child, speaking to, I assume, Deluin. If you describe him, I can... I did not see him. It was a tall figure out of my vision. Mm. But it, it would have been him seeing Adrian through somebody else's eyes, right? Mm-hmm. Effectively, he was the tall person. From his perspective, in this instance, no, no. actually, he was there, somebody else. He was present. somebody else present at this. Yes, and no, he did not see the shadowy figure. He only saw stretching out from the dark, a shadowy black claw grip into Adrian and puncture his flesh. Is it possible? Um, Whatever being made me call out Mr. Ethier's name is the same being that's been with Adrian. Most certainly. Um. Hello, Glenn. Hi. (laughs) What do you know? Do we have reason to believe that maybe the defiled? I would say so, yes, given what we have learned. I would say that the voice that we are hearing is Adrian's voice, but it is the Defiled that is manipulating it to say those words. What connection do you have to it, then? Well... Do you have a connection? Am I the connection? (laughs) As you know, I am... Yes. I swear, if you say anything new... Well, you see... Um, as you know, I am an Asamar. Um, we do now, yes. 
Well, you've known I was an Awesomar. I think you said Bossomar initially. Mm -hmm. Well, okay, fine, yes. <laughs> uh, I am indeed an Awesomar. Uh, <laughs> I um, was raised in Hryak, uh by the Sisters of Acceptance. And one of the sisters there, whose name I will give you in a moment, uh, said that she believed I was a, a sign of things to come. So, so perhaps that may have something to do with it? Was she a priestess of the defiled? Uh, no, she was a sister of acceptance from Hryak. That is not a correlation <laughs> you can make that at this time. It's entirely possible she was a priestess of the defiled. That's fair. I suppose that... What is, is, is what is acceptance of the defiled? What are you accepting? True... Uh, the master so <laughs> it was Sister Willow uh, who passionately believed in acceptance which is capitalized <laughs> <laughs> well, Willow what the, it, that, that is a flower correct or, or tree? A tree yes mm -hmm. a weeping one mm -hmm. oh, uh, I will say the rest of them are named after plants or not named after plants rather. Uh -huh. <laughs> what are uh, they named after well there's a Tabitha and an Anna um, so Sister Willow, uh, always we prayed to Ostador. She prays to Ostador. Don't cry. Oh, shit. Never cry, Nesco. Yeah, this is all coming together. Uh, all coming up, Nesco. She would always look for the guidance of Ostador uh, in her day-to-day -day life. Uh, she physically say the name Ostador? We'll all... I assume... Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Outside of um, outside of Oshwam. Yes, in Hryak. Is that? I know I haven't been many places. Is it? I've only heard of Ostador since coming to Oshwam. Correct. Yeah. You wouldn't really know because mm -hmm. of your upbringing. Yeah. I mean, I still spent some years hmm? in another city. Yeah. Um, Feyorn's still in the same woods, though. Yeah. Whenever she was asked the question, she would uh, pray to Ostador for guidance. Uh, and she Died thinks my master. she thought I was a uh, marvel and a sign of something to come. So it's possible that I, I, I'm not aware of the existence of any other Asamar. Um, I, I was raised with other. None. Huh? None. Not definitively, no. I know Nina maybe Asamar. I was able to pick up on that, but... Um, detected Celestial. From Nina. Yeah. Doesn't exclusively indicate Asamar. Right. We know. Um, like, as, play as, know. as players. I mean, even as players. We, he didn't tell you that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've said there's definitively the fun yeah. connection. Yeah, but we don't mm -hmm. know. We don't. They, they're different characters. Mm -hmm. They're not the same as. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just love them. Yeah. Um, just different. Neither <laughs> of my parents were awesome are. And I was raised in Hryak with uh, other, what they, what we were called exotic races. Uh, so I'm trying to find a list of. Exotic or peculiar races. Uh, exotic. 
The old farm to table. Uh, <laughs> are, are, you, are, are you an egg, Nesgrim? I I may be an egg. Um, what? What type farm fresh? So you do list out some of the exotic races that would I have seen all of them? You would have seen a fair number of them, yeah, absolutely. There were some other types of Ganassi comparable to what Felix is, but different elements. Uh, um, tabaxi, like jerky. Uh, tortles. Aracocra. Like Aracocra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yes, I, I've seen many uh, exotic things. Birdmen. Cat. <laughs> cat. Classic. Oh, I gotta say it in person. Birdmen. Uh, cat men. Um, we know what we know what dog oh, man. Tabaxi, yes. Um, he ain't never seen nothing like no, this no. before. Tabaxi, yes. Uh, turtles, um, and tritons as well. Mm-hmm. That all lived in a place that was called the Bastard Beasts Quarter. And where were you, DJ? I. S- it actually doesn't say. It says I was in Hryak. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Aracocra, Tabaxi, Turtle, and Triton live in Beasts Quarter. Tieflings and Genasi live in the Bastards Quarter, which is, I assume, where I was. And I, um, I was with the Tieflings and Genasi in the Bastards Quarter. Uh, how many of these races do the rest of us know off the top? Uh, I mean, for you two in the city, you would have seen very scarce, but some. Like, again, you've seen other... Or, well, you've heard of the Earth Genasi who lives in Slums East. You haven't really seen any others. You know of Jerky. You haven't seen an Aarakocra, but you know that an individual like that exists. Same for a Triton. Again, not seen, no of, though. Super, super uncommon. Correct. Have we seen Tieflings? (sighs) Not here. What? What did you read? I am shunned. Uh, And no other, because no other creature like you lives in Hryak. And here's the end part that's gonna really make y'all mad at me. Send it home. And the sisters fear for your soul. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Uh, uh, Nesgrim? Yes. Didn't our innkeeper say that she saw others like you? Innkeeper? Uh, I I don't recall her name. I haven't stayed there since I was last with you. Eliza? Did Liza. she say? The, the one with the boy. I don't recall that. Not saying it didn't happen, just that I don't remember. She I, has... I believe she said those with, like you, may do a thing, and the guards don't l- like it. Yeah? Is that... It's, it's a connotation that, again, I don't know whether or not you can definitively interpret it as that. It was said in the fact that you guys had just returned and were talking about some things that you did with bandits and other people. Mm. And she did definitively say to exclusively Nesgrim, people like you. That is a thing. Yeah, that, that was when we had first arrived. When he... And she said that mm-hmm. in the presence of the green man. Mm-hmm. Yep. Only to him. Yes. Yep. Billion hints, they're everywhere. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I, I should have skinned you at the cart. Perhaps, uh, but I, I do, I do think I have a deeper connection to the defiled than I may have once thought. 
deeper than like the earth. <laughs> you, you have to understand, um, I was not given any explanation as to why I am the way I am. Everything I'm finding out now in Oshwamp is new to me as well. I've known all of this since I was a child, um, but I never quite knew how it related to the world at large as I had only ever lived in Hryak. Uh, I only came to Oshwamp at the direction of one of the Sisters of Acceptance um, because I had started to question why I was the way I was. She suggested I come to Oshwamp to seek answers. Did this sister have a name? She did, but uh, my D&D Beyond is not loading. <laughs> I mean... Pop on over out of someone else's thing to your file. As soon as it... Oh, it came up for me. Hang on, I might be able to get it. Tabitha, I think. Sister Anna. Mm -hmm. The oldest sister. Right. Is the important thing in that. Oh, and there's three of them again. <laughs> Weird, DJ. Oh, shit. God there are. Damn it. Oh, oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I missed that. Can this... I see those notes from the fucking chapel again? Mm -hmm. this hey, DJ, do you remember problem. the motto? The motto of Ryak is acceptance is the path to personal enlightenment. When we see others as they truly are, we better see ourselves. And I honestly don't know how that applies right now. No, it's fine, DJ. Um, I, I apologize for not telling you all this sooner. Is there anything else that we do not know? I'm sure there is. Um, Nesgrim? Yes? I told you not to say anything new. I apologize. Would you have <sighs> rather not known, Felix? <laughs> I, I don't... I, I would rather know. Is it in the morning, or perhaps before you go to sleep, if you could think about your entire life, and if there is anything <laughs> that we are not aware of that might be interesting of any kind... We just, be... like, go through the notes in your head of your entire life. If you could just uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually open my, uh, book that I keep at my side. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go towards the end and rip off a page. <laughs> hand it to You might want to give him a few papers. Anything you can think of that is new, it down. Okay. Please give it to me in, in, in the morning. Also, DJ, in your timeline, it definitely says family as in quotes, human-ish <laughs> is forced to live in the bastard's corner. <laughs> so your parents right aren't top. human. Right at the top. Second line. <laughs> After, oh, there it is. <laughs> Write that on the paper. Perhaps so, we should. Nesgrim, please take the, the piece of paper. I'm going to wave it in front of his face. <laughs> um, I can tell you that I was also brought into uh, training with tieflings, and tieflings are afraid of me. So, Great. So I can't be completely evil. 
Or or you're so evil that they're so afraid of you. What do you mean? That's not a good thing. That's so much worse. You've turned him into Don. It's so much worse. I scare even scary things. That's fine. No! It isn't! I can't be gonna flap it in front of his face even frantically. If that's a word. Take it. Please, please. Nesgrim. Nesgrim? Nes- it's just gone. Nesgrim, yes. focus. Yes. I'm going to yes. snap at him. <laughs> I take the paper. I, um... I will write down, I suppose, my life story for you all. Thank I would you. just ask that it be burned after. Uh, apparently just my name was enough to create intrigue. I would rather not... Have my uh, <laughs> you story. You don't want a Nesgrim document floating around <laughs> the city. Ma, I found a live story on the sidewalk. Come look. Don't worry about this guy called Nesgrim. <laughs> he says he's a basketball. I'll have the boars eat it. <laughs> I'm trying to think of how to thematically explain being a fallen Alsamar. You don't know. Right. Fair enough. <laughs> you have no I, fucking idea. I know. Yeah. Retora knows you have no fucking idea that your your wings are skeletal. Yeah, genuinely, you have no fucking idea. Okay, but yes, I will um, write down my story for you all. Don't do that. I'm not going to. <laughs> maybe not the, the whole thing. Just maybe st- stuff you haven't told us. Yes, I, we we don't need like meals or anything. Just my name is Nesgrim. Unless it's significant. Because <laughs> that's my name. <laughs> Don't, don't write your name. Uh, no, I, I won't. Um, Maybe your, your last... Do you, do you have a surname? I do, yes. Mm-hmm. It is Chris Stock. Mm-hmm. Is that the language that any of us know? It's... And does it mean anything if it isn't a language that any of us know? None of you know the language or what it means. Mm. Including him. Mm -hmm. Would I have the knowledge of what language it is? You just know that your parents call you this. They called me Kristok? They called you Nesgrim, but when asked, they told you that your full name was Nesgrim Kristok. Did I ever hear them say their full name? I mean, they called each other by their first names. How many lovers call each other by their full names? <laughs> DJ. <laughs> it's fair. <laughs> that would be fucking so weird. Yeah. Well, just walk in. Hence my point. Oh my god. Well, <laughs> the only other thing I can tell you is my mother died suddenly of illness from the rock. <laughs> Perhaps we should go to sleep and let you do that and we can reconvene in the morning. The only other thing we'll is this other thing. <laughs> write, write that down. First, I need to sleep a lot. We should probably give the... Are, is Luna around? Hmm. She's probably adjourned to her room. Vorst. Yeah, it's very nice. It's, it's nighttime. Vorst yeah. has a key. Vorst, I do not suppose you know where our rooms are. Would I know? I mean, I would say that one of like the, the things that, rooms. like, you were instructed upon was, like, keys are left for them on the counter, effectively. There's, mm-hmm. you know, four rooms. Yeah, so I'll go ahead and or, dispatch, sorry, five rooms. dispatch the keys mm-hmm. and follow me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Show you to your rooms. 
You guys ascend the steps, mm -hmm. and as you are walking up, you hear, Don, outside of Growler's Tavern, a squawking and then a scratching on glass by the front window of the tavern. And you see the curtains are pulled, so don't really see outside. You just hear a squawking like a raven and then scratching on the glass. I would stop and and descend the stairs and, and go to the window. You approach the uh, window uh, from which you hear the noise. Yes, Paul? I would follow Ether. Yeah, anyone else following Ether over towards? No? I'll stop I, and watch. I would go to my room. You watch yeah, from the I'll stairs. I'll stand at the top of the stairs mm -hmm. and stand and watch. I'm going to go to my room and get to writing. Mm-hmm. You're going <laughs> to get your life story going. Yalumlo, what would you do? Uh, I'm going to my room. You go to your room as well? Okay. So, Vorst and Retor, you are standing here. At the midpoint of the stairs, looking back out over as Ether stops and walks towards the window, and you pull the curtains, and you see Malo hovering, like right above the windowsill on the exterior, as though she's landed and is pulling her wings close to her. And you can see in her mouth is a small, burnt piece of paper. Um, does the window open out or in? I would say out. She's on one side. Okay, I'll, I'll open the half that she's not on so that way she's able to get yeah. in. And I'll, I'll put my arm out so she can hmm. land she on me. flutters in and lands on your arm. I'll, I'll, Fold the piece of paper in her mouth. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll gently pull the paper from her mouth. Do you want me to read this, or you want a cliffhanger with this so chat doesn't know either? No, read it for chat. Okay. I'll always enjoy chat sure. getting to know. Uh, my dearest friends, I feel an invitation to our next feast with a capital F is in order. You were all so welcoming, it is only fair that courtesy is returned. As Mother Chosen's last evening descends beneath justice with a capital J, we shall wait. See you soon, darlings, with a capital D, the Lady Blackwood. And we'll conclude that. Mm. <laughs> okay, um, mm -hmm. so we are not going to bed yet. Yeah, well, you'll be going to bed, but yeah. yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm writing my... Okay, it's, it's not like this is an indication that... things I need to do. Yeah, that's fine. As we... Yeah, yeah, I, I have no issue with saying that Ethier grabs this note, folds it, you two see it, and you guys go to bed, mm -hmm. and we can very easily pick up the next episode in the morning. Yeah. Take well, I would just okay. whisper down to him, you'll do well to lock that window. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll, okay. I'll bolt the window. So, I guess in order of things that I need to, during the first, mm -hmm. so follow Ethier back to his room and continue the inspection. Mm -hmm. <laughs> What's the room? Second. We each have our own room. Mm -hmm. Second is I need to do a history check on possession. Mm -hmm. So I can roll. Sure, Paul. Go right ahead. So that is a 21. I'll message you. Okay. Oh. And the third thing is that I need to switch to adaptive body mm -hmm. and continue to pour over the book that I took from Adrian. Uh, reading it, I believe you said it was an Elvish. Which I can... Correct. I'll mess right, you I will need that for the next eight hours. Mm -hmm. uh, well, 
friends, thank you very much for watching tonight. Thank you for the follows, the raid, and uh, any resubs that we got. Thank you guys very much. I appreciate it. Um, we'll be back tomorrow night for Princes of the Apocalypse, uh, which is a very different story. Mm -hmm. And we're going to go beat up some stuff in a demi-plane. Mm -hmm. uh, much happier. <laughs> well, well I, weirdly... Yeah, some, some, somehow, somehow, a lighter yeah. tale of happiness and fun and killing gods. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. We'll be we'll be back tomorrow at uh, at five o'clock Eastern time. Good night, friends. Bye, friends. Good Goodbye. night. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.